When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Schmodown Backstage. It's a big week here. I am joined by the crusher herself, Rachel Cushing. How you doing, Rachel? I'm good. We had two highly, highly anticipated matches last week, and we have several highly anticipated guests this week to talk about them. Big stuff. The season rolls on. Every week we talk about it, we get deeper and deeper into tournament season. Of course, there's the stuff that's happening. There's the stuff that we hear about, the murmurs behind the scenes of matches being taped that we hear about. All very exciting stuff. All very, very uh big and and as we kind of edge towards this this uh this next season this spectacular there's a lot of people still playing there's a lot of people that aren't playing anymore that are having conversations about free agency about getting signed and those conversations are crazy there i i'm telling you i'm having a lot of them myself i'm hearing from managers um there's all kinds of stuff i mean i'm not gonna lie i've spoken to your guy i've spoken to levine i know he's having conversations there's just there's a lot of moving parts Oh yeah, no, we're, we're in the thick of it. Spectacular is now less than a month away. We are halfway through this tournament. Basically, that's all we have left in between now and Spectacular. And there's only so many players that are still in the thick of it. Everybody else's focus is on next season. And so the managers have to be focused that way too. Granted, people like Shannon and Dagnino and uh, Winston are thinking about Spectacular, but also in the back of their heads, they have to be thinking forward too. So the conversations are flying, uh, rumors are flying, and yeah, it, it's a fun thing to consider, even though we still have season left to play here. Yeah, as uh, you know, Gucci will come up with uh, crazy euphemisms and sayings and things to illustrate the drama of certain situations. It's something he's very famous for. Um, but I, I would say that it feels very dramatic, and there's a lot of and there's a lot of cloak and dagger and, and spy movie type of stuff happening uh, as all the different people are talking. I mean, I think. This is the this is the moment right now. All these conversations that are happening offline, most of which haven't been shared, where this feels the most like a sports season. It's it's funny, like 
the amount of uh, people that I've heard that are talking to each other. It's like, well, would you play for this person? Well, only if this person was there, but would that work? Like, oh, well, you know, who would be the star then? And what about the third? Like, there's so many of those conversations, um, you know, and, and the people that are still playing, I think I'm, I'm hearing that people are reaching out to people that are still playing as well. So I think it's smart too, to be honest, because there still can only be one winner in each division at the end of this. And the people that are playing toward that should be focused on that. But again, in the back of their minds, whether they win or lose, they still have to make decisions next season about factions. And it's interesting that you talk about the idea that this is not just about managers finding the best players. They're looking for the best players that fit, that fit with each other, that fit within the hierarchy of those factions, personalities, egos, everything plays a part in figuring out this puzzle. And that's what it feels like. It feels like a giant puzzle that everybody is just moving pieces around and hoping they get the best pieces that fit together for next season. Does it make you miss it a little bit, Rachel? I mean, I know uh, <laughs> if, if you were just, I mean, I know this is not going to happen. And every week we talk about this, you and Sam got the same questions every time you go on any show, but you know, if you were to come back, if you were announced that you were coming back next year, you would be the number one most sought after free agent in, in the league. You'd be the number one sought after player in the league. Everybody knows us three divisions, all that. So uh, does it make you miss it a little to know that you'd be, you'd be getting these phone calls. You'd have your pick of the litter. You'd, you'd get to have so much kind of sway in that decision. It certainly is extremely flattering and I have gotten the calls and, you know, uh, I appreciate it more than I can possibly say, but it's interesting because it's a feeling that I'm not used to. We didn't have this when I was playing, we had factions and I had a faction, but there wasn't this sort of wheeling and dealing aspect to it. There wasn't 10 people. There wasn't all the juggling of the personalities and who gets to play and when, and the hierarchy of it all. So it's, interesting to see from the side uh it looks pretty stressful to be honest so i may be glad i'm not in the thick of all of that but it's just it's this new angle that the season of the factions really brought a whole new element to this game and we're still learning from that we've been learning all season long and this is the first time we have dealt with a draft in terms of changing over for the seasons we've never been here before so everybody is on a very steep learning curve and i'll say it's kind of fun to sit on the sidelines and watch yeah you know there's a lot of different configurations that i think the different factions are looking at the different managers can look at and i think we're gonna we're gonna have some bigger conversations about that a little later in the day here uh, we are going to be talking to shannon barney a little later in the day when she comes on to talk about obviously um you know, she's got a lot of great players on her roster that are still yeah. playing, that are still competing. Um, there's an available match right now of Deception versus the Odd Couple. You guys can go watch, uh, and that is currently available to patrons. Become a patron today, patreon.com slash schmodown. That's the best value we offer. You get all the matches early. You get all the exhibition matches. You get the live streams. Um, everything is included in that $10 price. So become one today. It is truly the best value we offer. But you guys can watch that match now if you haven't. We are going to be talking to Shannon a little later, and with so many players, uh, you know, on Shannon's squad still playing so late in the season, there's no way she's going to be able to keep everyone she wants. It's just impossible. And with with so much talent on on her roster and several others, you know some of those players are going to get snatched up by other factions, and then some of those players are going to end up being early in the draft. And because of the three-player structure, those players that have those, – those factions that have an early pick in the draft mean they can get a second team they can legitimately have a high draft pick to pair somebody really impactful versus a manager with a lower pick. Maybe one of these, these managers who's playing late into the season, picking eighth, ninth, 10th, 
I mean, obviously, 10th would be the wheel, but yeah, I mean, I think you could still get a very good player, but I don't think you're going to still have top tier, top tier teammates for a, for a, you know, a heavy hitter left in the draft that late. So it becomes a situation where our draft picks can get traded. Is that going to happen? Is somebody going to sign a player they know someone else wants to trade for their draft picks? I don't know. There's a lot of exciting stuff there. Yeah, it would certainly be smart. And this is the way, you know, we talk about sports and, and trying to be as similar to a lot of that as we can. This is how you keep it fair. This is how you don't let the faction that wins the season with six, seven great players, they don't get to keep them all. That's not how this works. You've got to level the playing field. You've got to, you know, shake things up, mix things up. But we all know that Shimon loves to do that. So it just makes sense. And it's very interesting to see what the faction managers do who have four five six players that they would ideally like to keep and then on the flip side it's interesting to see who those bottom factions from this season how they draft for next season how do they make the changes they need to make in order to be contenders next season so it's yeah it's it's a fascinating sort of what tools do these people have and how will they wield them in the draft once we get to that point but first, we have to get to every faction getting their top three, and that's messy enough as it is. Absolutely, and you think you talk <laughs> about the the best the best manager having the best players, and and that being broken up, and everybody thinking it's unfair. Well, our first guest coming up in a little bit, I do have to announce to you guys is somebody you might not expect to be coming on the show. Um, this guest wasn't announced. This, this guest wasn't announced on the thumbnail. Uh, this was secured late in the game, and I think based on the conversations we're having. Um, it's important to to have journalistic integrity on a show where we're talking behind the scenes. So in a little bit later, we're going to be bringing on uh, Bobby Gucci himself, Tom Dagnino. He's going to be joining the show. And I'm going to I'm going to drop the gloves a little bit and try to just talk to this guy reasonably, try to not let, you know, my feelings towards him get the best of me. But it will be interesting to, to hear him explain how he had a roster of the clear best talent in the whole league. And he's not running away with this thing. He barely has an outside chance to still win it. Barely. Um, you know, he's still got players playing, but it's uh, he, he's holding on by a thread. So when we bring him on, it'll be it'll be fun to ask him about that, obviously, and, uh, and see what he has to say. Um, but all that being said, guys, the biggest and best thing you can do to support what we're doing here at the Schmodown Entertainment Network is to donate to Streamlabs and Super Chats. I talk about the Patreon and the value that that brings. And that is that is the best thing you can do to get the content. It's the best value you get. But as far as supporting what we do, we bring shows every week. I mean, there's a whole slate of new shows where working really, really hard right now to figure out next season's schedule and how we're going to be able to bring you guys the best content possible. I know everybody wants to get out of the, of the Zoom era and back into live events and studio tapings, and we are working on it. You know, it's obviously something as soon as we're able to do that safely, everybody wants to. But in the meantime, to keep this ship rolling and make sure that we get Schmodown season after season, please submit your questions, your Streamlabs, your Super Chats. These last few weeks, we've had a lot of really fun exhibition matches. I was really happy to finally win the singles title against Roca and Dan last week to finally take care of I knew of you were going to bring that up today. And I knew just, it. And, and, just, and just get that belt. You know, it felt really <laughs> good to see those guys bring their best game against me and to be able to just, and just to stand up and say, you know what, now I'm the singles champ. Um, that was a big moment in my, no, nah, I'm kidding, but we've, we've gotten some, we've gotten some incredible, incredible, uh, little, little 10 question exhibitions on the show the last few weeks. Um, I had a fun playing against Sam. Obviously we got to see Snyder and Andrejko go head to head. That yeah, one was, was incredible. Great. Yeah. 
Um, and then we had one of the hardest sets of 10 questions ever last yeah. week with the three <laughs> of us just struggling and just dragging through the mud uh, to get there. But um, that's that's like, you know, we're trying to find all the ways that we can reward you guys for, for donating and supporting the show. Uh, and we are so appreciative of that support. So send in your Streamlabs, send in your Super Chats. There's some ideas for some stuff we might do today. We do have Marisol coming on, on the last part of the show as well to talk a little bit about her match and the fact that Right now, Rachel, would you agree it seems hard to believe that she is going to end up on corruption next year? Yeah, I mean, if you're if we're looking at the top three, it's hard to imagine Shannon not choosing Mike, Chance, and Adam. I mean, right? if you're if you're just just looking at, you know, what gets you the most matches, the most points next season, that's the safest bet. Does it mean she'll do it? It's Shannon. She's the queen of mean for a reason. I, I, I have learned to expect the unexpected from her. So we'll see. But if she does sort of the expected thing in this instance, then Marisol and then follow closely Laura Kelly are the two really, really amazing players that she has that other factions would kill to get. So you know, uh, I'd be curious to see what Marisol thinks of that, uh, what Shannon thinks of that. And, you know, uh, I'm curious and wonder about other uh, factions, if anybody's reached out to her. You know, I'm sure she's been reached out to. It's uh, We're not saying anything on the show here as far as the top three idea. protected that is, uh, you know, secret. I think everybody paying attention knows. And if you, you can look, there's there's a few factions that are in a similar position. Obviously, Swag is in Swag. a very similar position as well. You know, Pauliyama and Lon Harris as the top team there. But you also have this incredible breakout story in Liz Shannon Miller, who's had just an unbelievable year. You um, Ace you know. in Star Wars, you have Chandru in Intergeekdom. Like, he's got... Yeah. <laughs> he's got an he's got a really really good five obviously you know uh dagnino's not Dagnino? gonna be, have any chance to keep me but um if he had even tried to make that play if he had even made the phone call um and he didn't like a dunce but uh if he if he had even tried uh he would have had i mean he has a, a top five that's also really solid i mean yep. top six really so that that means that you know two two and three players from those factions are going to end up somewhere else um and uh, and really, honestly, most factions have a pretty strong top three to begin with. So it will be very interesting to see how this all breaks down, who's doing what, where players end up. And uh, in the meantime, as we you know continue to bring you content here on SEN, we'll we'll hopefully be able to bring you more of these little ten question, ten question little exhibition matches. Rachel, everybody's dying a to know about your jacket. They say it's a sweet jacket. The whole oh, chat is just in love with it. Um, <laughs> And uh, also, just they, everybody wants you in these exhibition matches. I just, we just, I just keep, I get tweets about it, the chats all about it. Everybody is so curious to see when are we going to get the crusher. We got to find something that has the absolute lowest pressure in the world that we can get you to <laughs> laugh about, that you would have fun doing, and then we can get it, we can get it done. I don't know what it is. I feel like Lord of the Rings. You have too much pride for that. It wouldn't, that wouldn't work. <laughs> well, clearly, we've been uh, co-hosts long enough and now friends long enough for you to know the key to this would be that it would be silly and fun. I am definitely past the high pressure situations of the Schmodown. I don't miss them. Um, I, I really like asking the questions, but I will, I, when it comes to the Schmodown, I know uh, better than to say never. So never say never. And, you know, let, let's see uh, maybe where the new season brings us, if we do some more of this stuff if we can't come up with something a little unexpected, but fun, um, because I do enjoy giving the fans some of the stuff they want, but um, you can keep begging and I, I'm not gonna, you know, <laughs> play Ben in a, a 10 question uh, fake match here. 
No, oh, I don't think I, I don't think you would. I don't think that that's I mean, that to me feels like a high pressure situation. We're co-hosts. We, we would have to live down the, the shame of loss week after week. I, I was thinking something absurd and silly, but, you know, maybe we can find a way to do it. I know people have really enjoyed those matches. Um, so I want to ask a couple questions here. If, if we can get Ben Goddard uh, when he's free, I didn't tell him I was going to ask him this, but we talk a little bit about free agents. Uh, free agents and retained uh, players and kind of players that, you know, maybe are thinking about elsewhere. And, and I know Goddard, you had talked a little bit about, um, I, I guess, signal. I, I can't see you if, if I, if you're here, I'm here. Yeah, there he is. Um, and you, you know, you had talked about the fact that you were open to other opportunities. Um, you were open to other opportunities and, and that, you know, you weren't necessarily totally locked into playing for Kate again. You were thinking about things. And I'm curious now with everything that's been happening with all this, all the conversations, all the free agency stuff, Where's your head at, man? I mean, what are you what are you thinking for what's next? Are you are you starting to lean in a certain direction? Have you been having those conversations? Um, it's it's pretty uh <clears throat> sorry. It's getting pretty uh wild out there, you know, with just everything kind of heating up and now that cuz it, it it happened all so fast, it felt like, you know, everyone still had a chance like, oh, the quirky mercs are making a run, you know. They they won a few games and now it's like, nope. Points are in. There's three possible teams and there needs to be quite a few things to happen for either swag or the exchange to win. It seems like corruption kind of ran away with it pretty quick. Uh, so it, it all happened so fast now that, you know, it's just spectacular and the team's tournament. Um, I've had a few conversations, but honestly, like it's kind of, we need to get back into it. Cause you know, after the, after the singles tournament, uh, we talked about it a little bit and then we kind of put on the back burner. So it's just been there. And now it's like, Oh, it's almost December. The draft is in like 45 days or so. So we got to get back into it. And there's so many good players out there. And I know so many new players, like, you know, there was uh, Maxwell uh, from the DJ Camel Network. He's out there. Alex Shashek is out there. And you've seen where Adam Collins and Marisol, for me, I don't follow the fan league. So they came out of nowhere and just took the league by storm this year. Like we haven't really talked. I'm sure you guys are going to talk about the lethal weapons match, just like them knocking them out. Knocking yeah. out Ethan Irwin and Andrew Guy, one of the best teams players ever, like just destroying them. And so it might even be safer just be like, yeah, I'm going to stay on this team just so I have a guaranteed spot in this league so I don't lose my spot. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty crazy to think at this point that we added all these players. So many of the players that were added this year made such an impact. And there are so many of these fan leaguers that have now seen that happen that are going to be angling hard for a spot. And yeah, there aren't there aren't that many spots of players that are really going to get to play. Look, Goddard, I I don't even I don't even really feel. I mean, immediately to start the season, sure, I definitely feel safe because I feel like I had a good year. But if I was to have a down year, for instance, if I was had a, like a bad year this next year, lose a bunch, I don't know. What if there's a whole crop of incredible new players and I don't and I don't up my game? It doesn't work out. I th- this is a what have you done for me lately league I mean the players the players that are incredible you look at you look at my my teammate Mark Riley and the amount of disrespect he gets as a player at this point and he didn't even have a bad year he had a good year people don't even talk about Mark Riley in the elite class anymore that's that's the level of disrespect that you get if you don't just win 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 if you don't get those titles and so I think we're all in that same we're all in that yeah. same class now like Riley is three and one in singles and one and one in teams this year and you guys Not lost a record that the, I have. You guys lost to the the team's champ. That was their only team's loss this year. <laughs> yeah, crazy, insane. It's 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 wild. So um, you have all these new players, and it'll be interesting to see 
uh, where it all goes, what happens, and how many matches actually you know we get. You do wonder with this digital stuff. You wonder with the, with what we've seen with the digital format. Um, will we get when once we're able to return to studio and live matches? still some of these digital matches will that allow us to see more schmodown more schmodown played will it mean that we could have some digital and so you know what do you think about that guys is, is that something that you'd be interested in seeing maybe like uh possibly players that are more out of state or i know people have floated the idea of a minor leagues that's something that everyone talks about you know obviously the fan leagues are that are those things that sound interesting to you guys i like the idea of it in terms of giving more people a chance who would you know, when COVID is under control and we're able to travel and shoot in the studio again, might not be as able to come and do that. The issue would be they'd have to be somehow separate leagues because I don't think it's fair for some people to have to play matches in a studio and some people able to play at home. Hmm. Um, I think that there that dynamic of either playing behind your computer or playing in the studio or live event by extension uh, is too different. But um, uh, this minor league idea is certainly well worth looking into. And I think that that actually might be good for the fan league players because the mountain that they have to climb, the, most of them come with the trivia knowledge, to be frank. Like the, when they come in chance, you know, Paul, Jen Kemp, Marisol, Adam, we're not questioning their, their film knowledge. They have proven time and again that they know their movie stuff, but they are not used to the show elements. And this season has proven that by doing it virtually, it's sort of like a stepping stone. It's like it eases them into it because the virtual element is something they're familiar with from the fan leagues. And then the next step would be to step into a studio and then onto a live stage. So maybe there's a minor league type of thing where these fan leaguers can graduate into, you know, get their feet wet, get some matches under their belt, and then step up into the big leagues just thought you know an idea on it to get these people a chance because they think they do deserve a chance but there are other elements of this show that are very important and that's the showmanship uh stuff and the character stuff and the rivalries and that vibe i can never think of a better word than the vibe that exists when you're playing somebody in person whether it's a studio or on a stage yeah you know it's really interesting when when um when Guy and I came in the league in 2017 with Team Action, um, we, we've told the story before. And I, I said this on the Action Guys on Sunday, but our whole entire, you know, basically after we lost to you guys in Nerds Watch in our second match, we had this conversation where it was like, man, I hate losing. This really sucks. But let's keep playing and keep being entertaining because even if we lose, the idea is to get as many matches as we can, right? I just We just want to be entertaining, so they'll keep bringing us back. Um, this is this great show. It's a really cool thing. The fan base seems awesome. So let's just you know, do, do what we can't kick butt that way. And for us, that attitude meant that we came in and we obviously gave it everything we had and we played pretty well in the beginning. You know, we started out five and one, but you know, you should see like the movie guys last year. I bring this up because Paul Preston had told me he did something very similar. That was his attitude as well with Adam Witt. A lot of these fan league players who come in and they do the digital thing, the zoom thing, that's not really a thought that crosses their mind right. because the idea of being entertaining on digital while it's possible, I'm certainly not saying it isn't. Um, for instance, uh, on on the the uh, Deception Odd Couple match that actually just aired on Patreon, it'll be available this week, um, there's an opening scene in this match, mm -hmm. an Andrew Guy opening scene, that is just phenomenal. 
it's like it's just great and i like i you know we haven't gotten as many of these we haven't gotten as many of these cut scenes um, but i watched it and i was like man that's just great this is just a great use of the zoom format this feels like the kind of thing that you want to see people that really take seriously that um that part of it and um so many of these digital players that's not even their fault it's just that they they weren't brought in they weren't brought in with the same stakes where they they were going to do that and that was going to be what the show was about for them and if they lost being entertaining would be enough you kind of have to win in the digital format otherwise you don't keep coming back if you're a new player if you have that old if you have the old track record it's different but if you're somebody who comes in playing digital and you lose you're probably not going to get a chance to keep playing so. yeah it, it's harder it's a much harder mountain to climb for sure because we're looking for trivia champions, but we're also looking for stars. And, you know, you never know what that's gonna be, ever. The fact that I am even remotely considered one is still mind boggling because I was never a character, but I was somebody that fans related to in some way. And so that was how I built a fan base. Everybody's fan base is different. And again, we're not saying you can't do it digitally. I think that Marisol is a very good example of that. She's already cultivated quite a following. I think it's really impressive and she's only going to grow more confident. And I'm really excited to see what that looks like in a, a live uh, setting. But for better or worse, they these fan leaguers, trivia geniuses, there's a steep learning curve for the other part of it. And it's gonna continue being that way because we still haven't quite graduated back into a studio setting for them. Um, but it's, it, there's so many pieces and fans like so many different things for so many different reasons that you just, you're never quite sure what's gonna connect. 100%, you know, um, if, if possible, I'd like to bring in our producer here, Dwayne. Um, Dwayne, if you're available, I'm gonna bring you in for a quick second here. Um, and the reason I bring you in is because, you know, Dwayne is somebody who has uh, obviously been petitioning for a while to, to be a manager. He's somebody who has been around a lot of the, you know, the managers, the players, the fan leaguers. He's been probably paying close attention to what he would do, I'm sure. And I know probably a lot of the intel that you have comes from those behind the scenes conversations. Do you think that that uh, there are still a, a ton of sort of uh, gold to be mined in those fan leagues? I, uh, I'm going to jump uh, really quickly to the bathroom while you respond. Rachel, if you want to take this, I'll be right back. Yeah, no, we're good. Uh, I do think that there is a lot of gold. Um, I also think that there's a lot of interesting decisions to be made by the managers in the league right now. Uh, I yeah. think every everyone thinks Shannon should keep Mike, and I don't know if she should, if I'm being completely honest. It, it's it's all dependent on what your your goals are in terms of, okay, everybody's goal is to win. All the managers want that. But personality balancing is a real thing and personal investment and personal relationships obviously speaking from experience is a real thing in this league and you cannot overlook the fact that shan and mike are a couple and that's the that's the drama that's the soap opera show aspect of this show that so many people are so intrigued by because the relationships inform the decisions even if maybe that's not the best decision if your goal is simply to win. The, it, you, but you can't discount it either. I say it almost every week at this point. We're not robots. We're people. And people have feelings and people have stresses and anxieties and relationships and rivalries. And all of it comes together in the Schmodown because we're one great big family um, that bickers a lot, but is still a family. So I think that, that is a fascinating angle from it. But I also think you're right. You know, a lot of people would say 
Mike had a really good year, but not his best year. And you could make maybe an argument that Marisol or Laura would be better for your faction next season. I don't know. That that's I'm glad it's a decision I don't have to make. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm if I if go ahead, Shane doesn't take Mike, I'm absolutely taking Mike with my first pick. There's no way with what she did to the Wild Berries, with what <laughs> kind of storyline you could do, and all, like drama aside, Mike competed for the number one contender spot in inner geekdom won the team's the team's title this year like mm-hmm. he's not like a bad player oh, <laughs> he's someone you want on your all. team yep. but then also you could use him for trade leverage like you could get quite a bit out of shannon if she really wanted him yeah and the other interesting factor is that players have a say too you know uh, i remember last season there was a whole lot of talk about shannon probably drafting mike and chance right off the bat but she didn't have the number one pick what if somebody else had drafted them first? Would Mike have played? That was that actually, was a legit question people asked. Yeah, when, and so when nobody was, drafted them. <laughs> when I was planning drafts last year, everyone who had a pick before Shannon, I said should have picked Mike. Yep. Anyone who had a pick before Shannon should have picked Mike because they could have got anything they wanted, <laughs> anything. Yeah, it, it, it's a legitimate play. And it's a ruthless play. So it'll be very interesting to see if either she or any of the other managers do that. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's another huge question mark, which makes the whole thing ridiculously exciting, um, but also just makes it so hard to predict. Yeah, it, it feels like the league is, to bring a sports reference into it, is moving from an NFL where it's a owner, coach, power heavy league to moving more towards the NBA where the power is with the players. Certain players. Yeah. I think that that is a really good observation. Yeah. You know, I think another really interesting thing about the Mike conversation is Mike Kalinowski is one of the biggest stars leagues ever had, you know, and yep. whether he's a champion or not, um, he's one of the biggest stars there is. He brings a lot, wears his heart on his sleeve. He loves it. So if you're a player and you see there's any chance that Mike might be out there and be a free agent, you know, it's different than going after, I mean, I don't want to disparage anybody, so I don't even think I'll use an example, but other people that have won titles, other people that I think would, you know, you could pry from their teammates maybe, or wouldn't be kept, um, you know, I mean, uh, okay, you know, on his faction, it's different than Adam Collins. If Adam Collins is an incredible player, he's a better player than Mike in singles. And probably in teams, though it hasn't totally been proven. If they run through the whole tournament and they win everything, so be it. But, like, you know, he's just started his team's career. But Collins looks to be a more dominant player than Mike. If I was trying to build my star in the Schmodown, get high-profile matches, be in live events, I'd rather have Mike as my teammate. That's just the truth, you know? Yeah, like we've said already in this episode and others, there's more to it than just playing. Um and there is just that there's the the intangible aspect. And I I truly believe that somebody like Adam can get there and will get there because you just need the reps, you need the experience, you need the live events, you need the things for him to show. We don't know if he is or he isn't. And that's also part of the difficult decision making that's happening right now. We still have question mark on the season in terms of how long will we have to remain digital? When will we get back into a studio? And then following that, when will you know the country be in a place where you can have 
300, 500, 1,000 people in a theater for a live event again. That's probably not for a while. So you have to figure out if you're gambling on taking somebody that might not be fully formed in the character star part of it, but has time to get there because the season will be what it is next year. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have uh, Dagnito coming on here in a couple minutes, but I, I do want to you know briefly talk about this uh, deception lethal weapons match from last week. Yeah. We also had founding fathers versus witching power at the end of the week. And um, both were entertaining matches to watch. I thought that the deception match was particularly interesting because you watched a, an opponent's choice situation sync two players who ha- they both bring different things to the game. Obviously Ethan brings an elite level of movie knowledge, like elite, the best of the oh, best yeah. guy brings an elite level of, I mean, both character, but also strategy. He's somebody who's well-prepared. He is not somebody who is shy from those big situations and has had a couple b- bad matches, but in general, especially in teams, usually is able to kind of quarterback that team to a pretty strong record. Um, and I was shocked actually at how that Hitchcock category went. It was, and granted, I wonder how you would have done in the category, Rachel, um, probably pretty well, I'm assuming. Yeah, they weren't the hardest Hitchcock questions. Sorry, guys. Um, several had been asked in previous season's matches. Um, something like the Rebecca question, that's kind of a really big, well-known cinephile facts. You know, the fact yep. that of all of Hitchcock's work, it's weird that Rebecca is the only one that ever won Best Picture, but I'm yep. an Oscar buff and a classic movie buff. So that fact is just something I've known for a very mm. long time. Um, I'm not s- totally surprised that Andrew Guy didn't know a lot about Hitchcock, slightly surprised that Ethan didn't know as much, um, but that's that's what happens. And I think that Adam and Marisol gambled on it because I think it's pretty clear they put it on the wheel and barring knowing like anything else, I can't remember what the rest of the wheel was, but if they didn't see something that was definitively a weakness for both Ethan and Guy, then when you don't see that, the thing you do is you give them your strength. You give them the thing that you put up there. So, you know, it is exactly what you're supposed to do in that situation. It went pretty much the way that they'd hoped. I mean, Ethan and Guy did multiple choice their way into a few answers, which was great. Didn't allow for a ton of steals, but they had to check to multiple choice most of the questions. And that did them in. You know, you can't do that that many times against uh, a team like Marisol and Adam, who are both high caliber players and who also got their other wheel slice on their spin with Harrison Ford and pretty much cleaned house. So, you know, these are the the, the things that happen and they certainly led to a very definitive victory, um, showed uh, some weaknesses that I think many people will pay attention to this for next season in terms of Ethan. You know, he's got well-known weaknesses like animated and Disney. And now you can add Hitchcock and potentially classics to that list. So it's, it was a very telling match in terms of uh, trivia knowledge, move trivia knowledge. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say that that was the easiest set of Hitchcock questions, but an easier set of Hitchcock questions, I think. Granted, I'm no expert in the subject. Uh, you know, I got destroyed in classics just a few months ago, but. Uh, you know, the Rebecca one, because I, I like the Oscars, that's an easy question. Mm-hmm. Um, but something like understanding uh, The Lady Vanishes, knowing a plot point about that movie is not something I, I mean, you, I don't think most movie fans know that. It's not like that's one of his five big movies or something like that. It's, sure. you know what I mean? That that or or knowing Ray Milan as an answer to a question. Again, that's something that if you're an Oscars person, you know, but if you don't know that, then 
who the hell is Ray Milland if you're just the average movie fan? Go watch fan. I mean, The Lost Weekend if you don't know who Ray Milland is. Yeah, I, I so just I think my, put that I think, out there. I think my point is, you know, if if it was an easy set of Hitchcock questions, it would be in which Hitchcock film do you see a woman murdered in the shower with a butcher knife? That's an easy Hitchcock question. You know, he did get you want... North by Northwest and Kim Novak in Vertigo. Those are pretty. But again, Kim Novak would talk to me okay. about why I would know who Kim Novak is if I wasn't a fan of Hitchcock or that movie. What what's happened recently, or even semi, uh, even a little bit recently, that Kim Novak's a name, you know? It for for me, I mean, if you're looking for context outside of the fact that if you're not a Hitchcock or classic person, you have a legitimate argument. For me, it's one of those Hitchcock is a wheel slices. Check out that IMDb. Oh and yeah, Vertigo is one of his. Some people consider his best film of all time, but it's definitely top five. And Kim D- Novak is the lead female, so it's just one of those things you should glance through kind of a situation. And they got it on multiple choice. I think it was one of those things where it was, you know, couldn't come up with it on their own, heard it in the multiple choice and was like, yeah, nope, I think that's it. And look, uh, this happens to all of us in the categories we're not graded. This is, this is definitely how it goes. Um, I just thought it was interesting because we had never seen either one of them have to navigate a classics or a Hitchcock category like that before. Right. And, and I know while some players are fascinated by the idea of the team's format and the public display of those discussions, I still think it, uh, it demystifies a lot about the game that I think is probably better kept. I, I think it's better to have more mystique to most players and most teams than to have stuff put on display like that. I think those conversations are not generally good because there's not really, you can't really recover from those conversations. You don't get to build back up the mystique. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Um, we don't have 400 players, you know, and huge contracts and tons of money and all like giant stadiums. You know, we have a limited number of stars and you need to keep those people stars. So adding things in like that, I realize that that's a function of what this season is. It's mm-hmm. not the fault of anyone, but it's, uh, you know, it just is what it is. So I'm a quick reminder to everybody here that this show is also available as an audio podcast. You guys can get it anywhere that your audio is available. Uh, your audio podcast is available on Apple Podcasts. You can get it on uh, Stitcher, any of those places, Spotify. It's, uh, it's, it's available all those different places. So same with all the rest of the SEN shows. You have All My Movies with Dan Merle, one-on-one with Christian Harloff. You've got the Inner Geekdom show that Winston hosts coming up next with Brad and Jen. Check out all those. Be sure to uh, pay attention on audio. And of course, as I said earlier, become a patron today at patreon.com slash schmodown. Um, we are going to get to Ben Goddard right now to bring in a few Streamlabs and Super Chats. Remember, Streamlabs.com slash, I think it's the Schmodown. I always mix this up. Uh, you tell me, Goddard, because I know it's Patreon Schmodown. Yes, Schmodown it's Live. the Schmodown. Streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. And the, the Schmodown is on. If you want to say something ridiculous, if you want to embarrass somebody, if you want to talk smack to Gucci, if you want to talk about me being the all-time greatest player in a 1v1v1 format on backstage, you can talk about that. You can talk about that. I love last week. That was great for me. Um, anyway, whatever you guys want to say, Streamlabs are uh, available. The, the Schmobot is on. We'll bring on Goddard now. Uh, Michael Nicastro, been getting uh, my girlfriend into the uh, the Schmodown. Going back and watching old matches with her, I cannot believe the amount of cursing that used to be done. <laughs> it's yeah, a miracle yeah. that most people are able to control themselves now. Those top 10 and action matches were all cursing. It's very yeah, they were a lot of cursing. <laughs> Legendary stuff, though matches are great it's weird how like we've not like i i came into the league when the no cursing rule was invented but just like it's weird how you already like cringe when roko's like shut the f up like on (laughs) set i'm like oh my god (laughs) 
Oh, that's one of my favorites. When he screams at the audience, it mm. looks like he's going to blow. He's going to like blow the pipeline on his forehead. <laughs> he's like, he's like that. that he's, he's embarrassed. He's told me he was embarrassed about that. Like looking back on it. Uh, it's like one of the great moments though. When he screamed, I think it's in that three-way match. Yeah. Well, that's, that's Roka for you. He's, <laughs> he's zero to 60 is all in 110% every time we all know it. And yeah. it, it, it doesn't take much to prod that man to explode. So <laughs> that's part of his charm. Uh, and I think honestly, it's very honest. And that's another thing that the fans absolutely love about him. But we have had to curtail some of the, the more um, profane tendencies, given that we are now a show that, that does actually appeal to young people, which I think is a fantastic thing. And I never would have thought that three years ago. Um, but it, it does make for interesting uh, segments with certain players. Agreed. Sure. We, we, we did the action rewind of Guy versus Merle last week, the final <laughs> one in the series. We ended the series, but oh, um, it's it was so fun to watch. And and at the end of it, when they're interviewing Merle, uh, Roka's standing there. And this is the this is the Nost Inman uh, Riley iteration of the Horseman. Roka's standing there as they're at talking to Merle, and he's got his arms crossed, and he is scowling as he's waiting to talk. I thought his head was going to explode. He's scowling. He's scowling like the most, like just the most intense scowl I've ever seen. His intensity back in those days. Outrageous. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Goddard. Uh, Curtis Calward, making my first donation to ask Rachel where she got that awesome jacket. My wife would probably <laughs> love one for the holidays. What Thank say? you. I very much appreciate the compliments. I knew I had to up my game because the queen of corruption was coming on today and she always looks fabulous. Uh, I have my Smashathon t-shirt, which I got a day late after the actual Smashathon. So wearing it today and I thought I'd get a little sparkly. Uh, I believe this is Banana Republic. So don't know if they still make it, uh, but I always enjoy putting it on. Thank you. <laughs> Good looking jacket. Alex M.S. Young. Hey, Ben, root of the question was awesome and great insight yeah. into the story behind questions. I really hope you keep going and can't wait for the next episode. Thank you. I really appreciate that. For anybody that doesn't know what he's talking about, there was a, there was a show. We, de we debuted it over on Action Industries on Saturday uh, because Rewind is over. We wanted to still make a piece of Schmodown content. So the current ideas, once a month, that go in and kind of deconstruct the science behind the question writing in our minds. So we don't write the questions, obviously, but basically explain when you hear a question how you get there. Um, the categories they fit into, obviously if things feel really obscure or if things, and kind of what we were just talking with Kim Novak, you know, that those kind of conversations and, uh, it's a little bit of an insight into that. And I think a lot of players find that stuff interesting as they want to get into the league. Um, and, uh, it was really a successful show. We had a great time doing it. There was a little bit of controversy because we didn't tell anyone we were doing it. So, uh, some of the community felt that we were going after the writers, which is not what the show was or is, or is intended to be at all. And um, yeah, ultimately it was all behind us now. And, and the response was really positive to the actual show. And so uh, hopefully we'll do it going forward. We um, yeah, we'll talk about it again. It would be, it would be once a month. So thank you so much. We, we definitely felt good about it. All right. Uh, cool. Teresa Scott, without spoilers, the match between odd couple and deception was everything uh, so far. The best battle of managers for me, Shannon and Roxy were amazing. And Marisol is awesome. Let's hear it for the ladies this year. Hail to it. Good. I like hearing that. A lot of good ladies. Yeah, it's a, it's a great match. You know, and I, I do wonder for those in the chat now, um, you know, in a, in a few minutes when we are going to bring on Shannon and Marisol, maybe we'll, we'll drop a spoiler warning. I'm not totally sure about that, but it's a great match and it is available right now if you're a patron uh, at any level, I believe it, it. I think it went to $1 patrons today, at least $2 patrons. So patreon.com slash Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to pause you here for a second, Goddard, because we, we just... <laughs> 
late to the party always and uh making it about him as always we have <laughs> coming on the show and, and i said this at the beginning i'm gonna try to drop the gloves and just and just be the host of the show we're bringing on unfortunately my current manager tom dagnino bobby gucci we welcome him to the show now uh welcome to the show mr mr whatever your name is these days Hi, Tom. Thanks for coming on. Ben is trying, I promise. <laughs> um, Am I good? Can anybody hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, we, we can hear you. You sound great. Um, you know, sometimes you wake up and like, you know, your hair's not working, your beard isn't working, your clothes aren't fitting you properly. You know, you question everything in existence. Hmm. You know? It happens. That has never happened to me. Maybe somebody maybe inform me of that. You know, every day I wake up, people are taking shots at Gucci, you know, at close range, mind you. And you know what happens? Either these dummies have bad aim or it's divine intervention because I don't ever get hit. Facts. Never, huh? No. That's you've the fact. You've, you've had a good year. I would say you haven't gotten hit at all. Um, well, I've had the best I, year. I, I, I want to come right out with it, Tom, and I'm going to ask, and, and I ask this with journalistic integrity because I think mm-hmm. the fans want to know this. There was a lot of people that thought going into the season that with Dan Merle, John Roca, myself, Mark Riley, the Barbarian, right. this stacked, incredible roster, right. that the, the exchange was going to run away with it. It was going to mm-hmm. be game over, and then they had to change the rules, uh, you know, basically to prevent that from happening going forward. That's what everybody thought. Right. Here you are, you're fighting to potentially still have a shot. I mean, you're outside chance. The, the founding father's still in the tournament. You've got Merle playing it spectacular. Things would have to line up in a spectacular way for mm-hmm. you to win the faction title. So right now, you, which, what's likely is you're fighting for maybe a top three spot to right. finish the season. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, how did that happen? What, what did, where, where did you go wrong? Well, you know, people are, uh, you know, dis- displaying LRB, you know, loser-related behavior. Uh, it unfortunately was running rampant in the exchange, you know, and you're a part of that. So there you go. That's voila. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it uh, professional here, Tom. I, I played, I played the matches the way I prepared for them. I, I don't feel that you were uh, helpful. I'm not a good digital us. manager. I am not a good digital manager. I'm on record saying that. I believe anybody who wins this year, this year, there's an asterisk on it. Okay. Because this isn't real. We're living in a fantasy world of digital nonsense that I don't really like. My persona doesn't come off the way it needs to when I'm sitting here on a computer. This doesn't work for me. I'm, I'm an in-your-face type of guy and an in-your-face type of see, We can't even see you below the waist here. I mean, what's, that's a problem oh, for everybody. You know? You're lucky. I know. But it's yeah. like it gets to a point in life where when, you know, obviously we're going back into like the shutdown mode or whatever it is, because it's like Thanksgiving and Christmas and the holidays. And they want to put, make people go on more drugs to fucking get off the, no uh, swearing on the show. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. Do it I don't get off these drugs and the whole thing like that, whatever. Anyway, that being said, this doesn't work. This format does not work for me. It doesn't show the potential. It doesn't give my, I, I'm not, a, I, I can't be the manager I want to be hmm. because I'm hiding behind a computer. So, but other managers have managed to do that, Tom. You yeah, know, everybody's it, had to adapt. And, you know, everybody's played digitally. It's not like some people got to play live question. and won that way. It's a way. fair question. Yeah, That is true. But see, that's the thing. Those people don't have aura levels. My aura level is mm. like, I illuminate, okay? 
Like if it's dark outside and I go out, there's a speck. There's a, there, there's, there's a light around me. You could see it. Your aura. Yeah. yeah. And that helps your players level. answer questions. It, 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 you know what it is? I instill it. Cause then the aura rubs off in life. I can't give aura on a computer. I see. Um, there's some people in the chat that are listening. I see, I see John Kaiser's in here. He says preach. So he obviously relates to you there. You know, I know I saw Adam Collins in here earlier. You know, he's mm-hmm. a player that uh, obviously is, you know, people are wondering what's going to happen with him. It's spectacular. So listen, Tom, the truth of the matter is, uh, we, we, we both can be clear about the fact that I, I'm, I'm never going to play for you again. I, I, you haven't even tried. So it's not, it's not a question mark anymore. Good. That's, that's behind us. Sure. Sure. Um, that's fine. And, uh, you know, Sim donated $20. Obviously, the droogs and the suspects yeah, now that their seasons are over will need a total yeah. rebuild. Safe to say that Sam needs to hold on to Ethan Irwin and rebuild the suspects off of him. I wonder how Gucci feels that he needs to win all his matches. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. Well, yeah, I mean, I do. I think everybody needs to win all their matches. I mean, look, these, like I said, you know, uh, COVID derailed the Finstock Exchange's, uh, you know, dominance. In my opinion, that's the only reason why we lost. That's the facts. Okay, so it's COVID is the reason we all lost. So I, yes. I want to finish my statement here. Yes. So, so I won't play for you again. And I think it's highly likely that the smartest players on your faction, the ones that are interested in you know playing for somebody loyal, they'll yeah. probably leave you as well. We'll see what happens. Obviously, it's you know the, some matches left. The founding fathers are still in it. You know we've we've heard Barbarian Craig voice real support for you. Mm-hmm. Um, He's the best. I've seen you've got Snyder on Gucci verse. You've got yeah. him coming on and you guys are getting close again. It feels like you're probably going to make a play for Snyder is what it feels like. But yeah. obviously you'd have to fight against Roxy for that one. It feels like she's pretty attached. Good luck. You know, those guys have, have a match. Those guys have a match uh, against deception that is on Patreon right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's, you guys can go Ooh. watch that. But, but uh, I'll tell you what, Tom is my, my, my question is what if you get left by everybody? What do you do? Who do you do? You start making phone calls. Do you already have? Are you moving the chess pieces already? Do you already know what the what the roster is going to look like? Yeah, we're having we've been having big Zoom calls with a lot of people. I'm not worried in the least bit of what's going to happen. Here. I'm sure you've been having big Zoom calls with a lot of people. Big I'm Zoom sure calls. you've been doing the biggest that. Zoom yeah, calls big, around. I'm sure huge Zoom calls. I'm sure huge you've been doing Zoom that. calls. The biggest ones, the best Zoom calls too, Always. on on the best computer too, because I got the best computer <laughs> and the best internet. <laughs> anyway. That being said, it's like I equate it to this. Look at Samson. He cut his hair and he got stupid. You know, I cut my hair and I got smarter, sexier, and stronger. That guy's a dummy. I'm a winner. And next year, I'll, you'll, you'll see what kind of dominance my team will bring forth. Because guess what? Once this stupid thing ends, we're going to be back in the stage and be back doing our thing. And then the aura will illuminate again. And that's it. Yeah. I'm glad you took a lot of time to think about the questions you're going to be asked here. It feels like these answers are well rehearsed and, and you yeah. definitely knew what you were going to say. So sure. that's really, that's terrific. Um, Rachel, any, were you going to say something? I was just curious, Tom, you know, you said, did you been talking? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that from an outside perspective mm-hmm. uh, that sort of has shaken up your faction this season is figuring out how to balance personalities. We keep talking about, it's not just about getting the best trivia players, it's about getting the best players that will play together as a group, mm-hmm. as a faction to help each other out. Do you think that's a factor in what you're looking for for next season so you don't have quite as many personality clashes within your faction? Um, no, I think personality clashes are good. You know, uh, like I said before, you know, idiots 
learn from their mistakes. Okay. Hmm. Winners don't make mistakes. So they really don't have to learn from them. I'll never learn from a mistake because I don't really make them. That's it. Yeah. But you're in third place. Yeah. But that doesn't make a difference. You know why? Because third place, look, I don't, if you don't finish in first place, then who cares what place you finish in? Like, I'm not one of those guys who will accept a trophy for like ninth place. I don't do yeah, that. You're not, you're not, you're not a participation trophy kind of guy. No, 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 no. no. I know. It's, you it's win a, championship you're, you're a front or you runner. don't. I get it. That's the facts. Yeah. Now, so, you know, corruption's got to lead this, that, and the other thing. And good, fine. You know, rookie managers, this, that, and the other thing. They, they, didn't re- they don't really know what it takes. Like I said, asterisk will be on any person who wins this year. That's it. It'll have a little thing. Dodgers, boom, check mark. Uh, uh, corruption wins, boom, check mark. That little thing at the end, asterisk. And then you go down, it says, this season was interrupted by COVID, so this really doesn't count. And if the founding you, fathers go all the way and win the belts and Dan yeah, retains, dude. will the asterisk still be there? Uh, well, hmm. the answer the, in short, in short, yes, in short, yes, it will. Okay. Be. You're I'm such a dunce. You're such a dunce. Your hesitation, honestly. But listen, Tom. In a few minutes here, about five minutes, we're going to be having uh, another manager come on the show here, and, and uh-huh. we're going to have the two of you talk a little bit. And uh-huh. there's a couple managers you've gone head to head with a number of them. There's a few mm-hmm. it seems like you don't pay much attention to. I don't see you pay much attention to Coy. I know, I know, like two managers. Attention. That's it. Yeah, but it feels like if I, you know, it feels like you go head to head with Shannon. She's got mm-hmm. your number. Feels like you uh-huh. go head to head with Winston. Uh, mm-hmm. He seems to be doing a better job than you. And it seems like you go head to head often with Kaiser and with Roxy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, all of them. So yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. do you think? You think Shannon's a good manager? Yeah. Yeah. She's a good manager. Everybody's a good okay. manager, but I'm the best manager. And I have three. You're a better man. You think you're, you think you're a better manager than Shannon straight up. I have three awards to prove it in real life. Not in this life, real mm-hmm. life. I have three awards, fake dream world, bubble world. Yeah. I'm not a bubble world guy. I sit out outside the bubble, even in, even when people are inside the bubble, I'm outside mm, the bubble. Got it. When you think outside the box, I don't think outside the box. There's no box in the vicinity when I'm thinking. Okay, excellent. So there's a lot of gems and pearls being fired here. Um, you got Tom Dagnino, Bobby Gucci, who is doing his best job to um, up the level of intelligence of this show. And we're going to be bringing on another manager here. We're going to be bringing on Shannon Barney, the queen of corruption. Uh, Probably, I would say, I would say Tom's biggest competition uh, this year, because it does feel like corruption's had a great year. Shannon's in a great position. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom, I, I I hate to tell you, you're not going to win manager of the year this year. I knew that. I knew that halfway through the year when, with the squad I had. It's the squad's fault. You had all the best oh. players in the game. You had the most stacked roster in Did the whole I? game. Apparently, their, I didn't. But it's their fault. Yeah. Well, it happens. You know, things okay. happen. You know. Got it. All right. Hey, look, I we wanted to ask you the real questions here, but right now we're going to bring on Shannon Barney. We're going to bring her on to the show. You know, a personality clash here. It's different ways of management, yeah. different ways of treating your players. Um, I think it's a it's a good time. So let's bring on Shannon. Uh, we welcome to the show Shannon Barney, Queen of Corruption. She's on the show. How are you doing, Shannon? Hey, how's everyone doing? Can y'all hear me okay? I'm still at work, so my setup is a little janky here. No, we can hear you great. We can hear you great. It's interesting. Um, Yeah, you know, we were just talking about management styles, and uh, Tom was admitting that he knew he's not going to win manager of the year. And the question is, uh, first of all, if you win it, if you win it this year, how's that going to feel to you? 
Um, it feel great. I mean, there's, there's so many managers that deserve it. And if whoever wins it at this point, um, it will have been well-earned. So yeah, of course it would be nice to be recognized for, uh, what I've done this season with my team, but it's not, that's not why I did this. So, I mean, it's not my personal goal. If, if all Gucci wants to do is claim manager of the year and have that be, you know, he's just looking out for himself and that's on him. He can do that, but it's just not my MO. So it would be great. It would, it would and I would greatly appreciate it, but the, uh, the competition is really stiff and anyone who gets it at this point is more than deserving of it. Shannon, can you speak to uh, some of Tom's earlier points about managing this year in particular? I know it's the first year that you managed, so you can't compare it to managing really in the studio or at live events, but what are some of the things that you maybe had to change up to be able to manage virtually and you know were those bigger obstacles that you had to overcome like this whole idea of there an asterisk being on this year sort of makes sense in some ways but how did it affect you personally in your style of management um well i mean and i guess because we're in such a good position it's easy for me to say like i don't agree that there's an asterisk next to this season because people still had to come in and do the work and, and take time and rearrange their schedules and stuff. And you know what I mean? It's not like this completely fabricated environment. We're like, okay, we're going to do every, like we had to adapt the show to the circumstances, but that doesn't mean that the players and the managers and, and the people who run the show, like didn't actually put in the real life work to do what they did. So um, I think everyone's wins. I think everyone's accomplishments. I think everyone's titles are just as valid this season as they are in previous seasons. Um, it's, it's weird because you don't get to see your people in real life, um, obviously with the exception of Mike, because he lives with me. Um, but it, it's, it's, you have to go the extra mile to uh, communicate and to get in touch with people and to see, it's hard to gauge people's level of um, commitment over you know texts and emails and things like that. But that's, that was the, that was the, the deciding, not the deciding factor, I'm sorry. That was kind of the biggest part of, of learning how to navigate all this is, is staying in communication with your people who in real life are just are not doing well this year <laughs> in, in their lives. Um, yeah. And try, trying to keep the game, uh, trying to keep the game going and trying to keep the investment in, in playing these matches and, and using this platform as a distraction rather than like another stressor. It's been, a, it's been an interesting year, definitely, a uh, different situation. Mm -hmm. The two of you are in a very similar situation, though, which is that the season's going to end. You're going to have three spots on your roster, um, three mm -hmm. that you are allowed, uh, you're actually allowed to retain. And, you know, look, mm -hmm. it ain't over till it's over. I have sworn that I will not play for this idiot again, but I'm still on his roster right now. <laughs> so, uh, right. you know, if it was, <laughs> that's, I currently play for Tom Degnan. He's currently my manager, unfortunately. And, He's got five, six, seven players that are great. Same, same that you do. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose some of your favorites, Shannon. Um, how's yeah. that? I mean, what are you going to do about that? You're not going to, if right now, based on, I think the, the current estimate of what people think, you're not going to get to play with Marisol next year. How's that going to make you feel? Well, I mean, that hasn't been decided yet. There's still game left in the season. I'm just, and I'm just saying estimate, estimate. That's all. I'm not saying that's, that's you haven't said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have not said definitively uh, what my intention or what my plan is either. I will say that, uh, you know, my faction stays up to date. Everything that I'm thinking, they hear it. Um, so everyone knows, you know, as of now where they stand and, and what could happen and what could change going forward. Um, 
but it sucks. It sucks to only keep three because uh, I've worked really, really hard with Adam and Marisol and uh, I know where their hearts are and I know what they want for next season. Um, and, and Laura too. I mean, her, her character work has, has been something that I'm so proud of this season. So, uh, and, and Mike, like everyone's like, well, you know, there's no way Shannon would ever drop Mike because he just, they live together. They're, they're a couple, but also, like you guys said, like, <laughs> I have to do what's best for the faction. And depending on how the rest of this tournament shakes out, what happens if deception goes all the way? What happens if they win a belt? What happens if chance beats Chandru? What happens if that's the situation I'm in? Well, I gotta, I gotta be smart. I can't, and, and Mike knows that. And let's face it, it'd be a hell of a storyline uh, to have that happen. So nothing's off the table. It just sucks Got that, uh, you know, it's going to, it's going to be tough. It's gonna be tough for a lot of us. Well, you'll both be in the back half of the draft order. Um, mm -hmm. no matter what happens, uh, you'll both be in the, in the bottom part of the nine. And that means that your option for that, for that fourth player on your team is going to be extremely limited. I think a lot of the players that we've talked about, the ones that are on that bubble of the three. So whether it is Marisol or if it's Laura Kelly, if it's Dimalanta, it's the Barbarian, uh, Mark Riley. You know, these are players that I, I would imagine will be retained. It's hard to imagine all the players I just mentioned would all go in the draft if almost mm -hmm. any of them went in the draft. Um, and so you're going to be in you a situation where you, you think I should go? In. I think you think so? Yeah. You think so, be, huh? That would be a real <laughs> solid move for you. You, gotta, you go in the drafts, huh? Okay, yeah. interesting. Why would, you, why would that be a good thing? It wouldn't be a good move for me. Are you just trying to say that I'm not a good enough player to get retained? Is that what you're saying, Gucci? I think that's what I'm, yeah, I think it's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a ridiculous thing to say. I, I don't even know why you would say that. You're literally just throwing a grenade and it's like a dud. It's a stupid comment to make. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, look, it's but, not my fault. I alienate the normal, the boring and the cliche. I speak to the future different difference makers of America, business owners. All right. That's who I speak to undercover geniuses. I see. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm going to stick on what I was talking about here. Um, so look, you're both going to lose players that are important to you. And, and the bottom line is the bottom line is you've got options. You have, there are draft picks trades you can make. There are packs you can make with other managers. Uh, have either one of you made those phone calls uh, asking about players that you want to protect? Hey, stay away from my person. I'll give you this, that kind of a thing. You can be, you can be honest about it. Gucci. No, no, I've never, t I don't tell anybody anything. Like I said, our big zoom meetings are between you know, me and, the meetings. me and the people in the Zoom meetings. It's you that's and your puppets on your show. That's who's in that's your Zoom meetings. That's, that's <laughs> it's you. And you're doing all the voices. And you're doing all the voices. Yeah, yeah I'm, well, sure I'm a talented guy. Yeah, okay. He admits oh, it. Rachel's not entertained. So uh, Shannon? No. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I'm pretty straightforward. Like, I have nothing to hide. Everyone knows the position that I'm in. Everyone knows what I want. Like, it's no secret. I want I want as many of my players back. And not even, like, my, my top five. There's other players that are on my roster that I really, really want back next season. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm advocating for my players. I'm speaking on their behalf and I'm encouraging them to be vocal about the, what they want, you know, and maybe that puts a target on them. Maybe it makes them unappealing. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to fight to get as many people back as I can, because why would I not? I, I mean, you know, show aside, I love these people. So we'll see what happens. Nothing's guaranteed. Um, but of course, of course, I'm making phone calls and talking to people and seeing who wants to stay and who wants to go and who's interested in joining us. And I mean, yeah, you have to, you got to put it out there. I can steal you know, anybody from anybody at any time. 
Anytime I want to, all I, all I have to do is place a phone call and that's it. And if they see my number pop up, they might not even have it in their phone, but when my number pops up in somebody's phone, the name is already on there. I still don't even believe you have Dan Merle's phone number. That's the thing. I was in a scene. I still don't even believe you have it. I don't think you could even call him if you wanted. Um, You know, I had prepared every week we've been doing this thing. We've had a certain donation level. We we get our two guests to go head to head in a 10 question exhibition at the end of the show. Well, no, I'm just going to say, because, you know, I prepared it thinking that if we were going to, depending on the guest this week, right, we were locking down some guests and we had players, you know, maybe we would have pushed for it. Um, mm-hmm. I do wonder which of the two of you knows more about movie trivia. I do wonder which of I you do. actually. I won the manager. <laughs> okay. uh, hang on. I'm asking a question here, Gucci. Okay. Uh, she wasn't in that manageable, by the way. Yeah. the man. doesn't make a difference. Yeah. And I do wonder because I, I think an important aspect of this game is being able to, you know, issue challenges for your players based on what you know. I, Shannon, I think you know a lot more about Inner Geekdom than this idiot does. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that you know significantly more. Just I've never answered one Inner Geekdom question right in my whole entire life. And I don't <laughs> want to either. I do don't want could beat, to either. Do you think you could beat Shannon with a three-question handicap, Inner Geekdom? No. I can't answer one question, Inner Geekdom, and nor okay. will I. I don't okay. care so, so, who... Yeah who played in Harry Potter. It's not real. It's a fantasy land, just like this year of Schmodown <laughs> is. When this goes into wow. the lore of Schmodown, they look at this year, they're going to be like, boop, COVID year. That's why Gucci didn't win. That's why everything happened. Now, look, what you're really going to see when we get back to the real life of things is where to see if these managers, the digital managers can yeah. really do some real good stuff in real life. And they can't. You saw what was happening in the first three months of this year. We were rocking and rolling because it was live. And then every, you know, God pumps the brakes. And next thing you know, they're like, I got to like, I, Gucci has to lose something in life. Let's, why not just let him do this? Stupid. Gotcha. Yeah. Chat says you're fired up. I can't believe even with a quick, three uh, question <laughs> handicap, you would. Quick fact check for, for Gucci. All the movies that we ask about are fake. Just, just putting that out there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> they're all stories. I'm in. They're all stories. I'll, I'll yeah. play anybody in, in trivia. He, so, he would, you, you would do a three-question handicap in Geekdom, huh? You would do that? No, I, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> He's ever not going gonna, to. He won't rise to the challenge. Wow. Okay, incredible. I am not all right, going to right. here and Let me ask you any, this. any of that. All right, fine. I'll, I'll, any, I'll, any, I'll, any, I'll flip, I'll any flip around trivia, for you. Except right. Geekdom. That, I don't do Intergeekdom. I don't like Gucci, they're movies. But look, what if it's what if we switch it around? What if we switch it around? Three question handicap in Shannon's favor. You're guaranteeing you know more than she does. You're gonna win. So what if what if she yeah, whatever. gets? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, whatever. That's cool. I'm in. I never ridiculous. The never arrogance on this jackass. All right. Well, look, we we, we 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 only started we only started talking about this late in the show. This wasn't something we started at the beginning of it, and we're only live for 45 more. So I think we're we're under 100 on donations today so far. If we can get to if we can get to 300 by the end of the show, we'll do it with a three question handicap. If we can oh, get to God. 300. Inner geekdom, Shannon. No, no, normal trivia. Okay, yeah, 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 I'll win. Guaranteed. This guy. The I will. I've won before. There. If we get there. But back, 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 back to the Emma. task at hand. I beat Kaiser. You guys, I, I know what you've done. Back I beat How much caffeine have you had today, dude? <laughs> it's a very good holy, question. I'm just coming holy, in hot. Holy. Yeah, you hot. are. You know why he's coming in hot? It's because <laughs> I, went on, I went on Gucciverse the other night as a surprise appearance. And I trampled oh, all over no. him. And Are I you embarrassed kidding? him on we air. Blew, we blew and, you out and, and blew you off the show. And he was embarrassed. About? He was embarrassed afterwards. And I think he felt that he, he felt that he had to, he felt that he had to come on here and he had to flex and show how much of a man he is. Well, unfortunately, my friend, you made a lot Blame of great decisions this year, 
You know, how, how well are, are Mark and I doing in the teams from, oh, that's right. You didn't mm. put us in. You know, how, how well is uh, Craig and Riley doing in the horror thing? Oh, that's right. Shannon's player won the whole thing. You know, you made some really bad decisions this year. In a really fake bad world, decisions. Of course. I, you know, you take a chance in a fake world. All right. All right. I apologize, guys, for getting a little heated. I, it's, I don't need to do this on the show here. This guy, get him riled up. You know, I'm supposed to be talking to him as a manager. So oh, I'm living in the world. Yeah. I'm on top of the bubble. I'm just looking at Great. everybody else. You're living in Excellent. something. That's for sure. My goodness. So listen, we the, the two of you are going to be matched up. Uh, you, the two of you are going to be playing a spectacular because we do have Adam Collins going head to head against Dan Merle. Now it's Dan Merle is the best of all time. I don't think any one of us, Goddard, Dwayne, anyone here would, would dispute that. He is no question. Rachel, maybe you would dispute it because I know you're considered the other greatest of all time by many. But I even think you would at least give Dan the nod as being in that conversation. Of yes? course, I, <laughs> he's a friend. He has won and retained belts more than anybody else like i would be a fool not to say that he is considered yes. the goat that i am in the same conversation <laughs> in some people's minds is very flattering and i'll take that yeah amazing i mean i think we all agree with the thing i said earlier in the show that if you were on the table as an agent that could be on a team you'd be the first phone call everybody made so um i think i don't think i don't think either of these guys would dispute that gucci i'm sure you'd call <laughs> rachel first thing so oh know. yeah but for sure. That being said, you got you've got this guy, the legend Dan Merle, going head to head against Adam Collins. Now, this guy seemingly came out of nowhere. Shannon, you couldn't have known what you were getting when you signed him. You signed this guy in the free agency special. He was just one of the string of names that everybody said, "Well, this isn't Kevin Smith or Chris Jericho, so we don't care." Now here he is. Here he is. He's made a name for himself. He's shown up. He's barely mm -hmm. missed any questions. One of the most dominant runs that we've ever seen from a rookie, and he's going to be going head to head against Dan Merle and the two of you are going to be digital managing. Gucci, do you think you're, you're, you're equipped to digitally manage the champ here? You feel good about it? <laughs> Look at that face. He has no self-confidence. This guy's a loser, loser behavior. Look at that. He didn't even give what? Wow. Unbelievable. And this is my manager. I want to see the exchange win. Some people are too, some people are too stupid to realize that they're stupid. You know what I mean? And that's you. So anyway, that being said, Digital, look, I'm not a digital manager, okay? That's the facts. I'm not. So can I help him? Maybe. Will I help him? Yes. Will it make a difference? I don't know. I can't reflect my aura on screen. It doesn't work that way unless I'm acting in a movie or something like that because then it definitely comes through. Mm. But if I'm sitting here trying to go, hey, come on, everybody, do something, whatever. No, it's not like it's in person. So like I said, this year is a wash for me. And who, so whoever wins can go ahead and do their own thing. Because when next year pops, I'm going to win everything. Because I know that for a fact. And I could steal any person off at any team at any time. Who's going to say no to nothing me? To do with Who's going to say no to me? Nobody. I, I would. I could think of a few people who would. No way. I would. People love me. Yeah. I wouldn't play for you. For sure. And you know what's funny you about you? You know, you know, you know what's funny about this? And I'm just going to put this out there and maybe I'll force your hand here, but I believe if I told you that I wanted to play for you next year, mm -hmm. you'd still sign me. No, I would. That's what I think. Yeah, Listen, I think you, you would. You no, know, you got a battery in your back. It's like <laughs> most other people. Robotic, robotic. Battery in your back. That's how they charge you up. Your electric bill is probably <laughs> through the roof. For battery? That doesn't make any sense. But um, look, that's what I believe. I, maybe now that I've said it, it would never happen. So I'm going to flip it to the other side here. Shannon, you've got this kid who's only done, I keep calling him a kid. I don't know how old he is. 
Uh, you've got this guy, Adam Collins, who's coming in to play against Dan Merle. It's the biggest match yep. he's ever played. Hasn't played live, hasn't played in a studio setting yet. He's been talking about a lot. He has played in the fan league format here in the Schmodown. Do you feel equipped in the digital format to take on Bobby Gucci and Dan Merle? You think you guys are ready for this? 100%. 100%. And wow. I, I, I will be totally honest with you. I think that Adam could handle them in a live setting too. I, I don't, I don't think uh, he's going to struggle with that. A lot of people are very hesitant to, um, and they don't have to subscribe to him. You know what I mean? Not every player is for everybody, but um, people don't want to credit anything he's done this year because it hasn't been in studio or in a live setting, which makes me very excited because I know how badly he wants to get in there. And I know everyone wants to, but once you get under the lights and all that, all this stuff happens. Um, but I think, I think you're going to see the same consistency out of Adam Collins, whether it's in studio on, you know, digital or, or in a live so event. And I think he would crush $20. in any setting. What's up? This is RB3. I need oh, to dude. see a Gucci versus Shannon match. <laughs> Love you both, but Winston is the GOAT manager. Hashtag drip drip. Check out the future Star Wars champ Ace Cabrera and Emma Fife talk the Mandalorian on tonight's episode of Sabak the Block on First Cut. Hmm. Big salute to you, my friend. Uh, Thanks, RB3. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Very sweet. He wants to yeah. see it. I'll, in a couple minutes here, we'll check in on the amount and see if we're, if we're, if we're getting there. Yep. I have 10 questions ready to go. So, Wait, you know, if, only three. No, you what get a three, you three point handicap. You just start with three points. He starts with zero. What time? Oh, uh, I'm going to need, I'm going to need all three points. What time? Uh, also, two o'clock. Uh, if we, if we get there, we probably do it about 20 past. after we, we, 20 yeah, past, yeah, a quarter yeah. after 20. After. Okay. Running out of time here, huh? Yeah. I'm on a time crunch. I mean, I got, bit, like, you know, I got people to see important things to do. A lot of yeah. things going on. Yeah. I'm a, bi- okay, I'm a business girls. owner. I'm a business owner. I'm missing an opportunity yeah. to win Gucci. We'll see if we get the donations here. We'll, we'll, we'll check in yeah. at two o'clock. We'll check in and see where we're at guys. It sounds like if you do want to see this, if that's something you want to see, make sure you get in the stream labs, streamlabs.com slash the Schmodown. Uh, get in your super chats. The Schmobot is on. If you do want to see it, sounds like we've got maybe uh, something in the range of 15 minutes to raise that. Um, in fact, Goddard, do we have any stream labs super chats for these two that we want to read in the meantime while we still have Gucci? Yeah. Let me get to those real quick. Yeah. Um, uh, Andy, Wayne, thank whiskey. You for being a professional, uh, by the way. I just, uh, oh, just say that you put Hitchcock on the wheel again uh, against Dan. I think he's talking to you, Ben. Oh, he wants. Why would Why would anybody think that? Because I got one lucky pull. I missed the steal. Come on. Okay. Uh, Corey Cameron. Question for Gucci and Shannon: How much will loyalty be a factor in next year's draft? After you sign three players in free agency, do you think most managers will shoot for players that are currently on their factions because of loyalty? I think you'll see a lot of that. Yeah. I think you'll see a yeah, lot well, of that. He didn't ask you. Uh, he asked me and Shannon. Uh, God, guy always wants the limelight. He can't realize he's just a sidekick. Um, here's, <laughs> here's what it is. You know, yes, I think loyal, loyalty will play a big factor in this. You know, I think for a lot of teams. Now, obviously, you know, the burning droogs are a bunch of losers. The dens are a bunch of losers. Uh, who else? Uh, what other factions are losers? The suspects are losers. Third place uh, is still losing Gucci. Uh, yeah, well, no. Yeah, either first place or nothing. So, I mean, the way I look at it, you know, a lot of people, there's, there's going to be about four managers who are going to have really tough decisions. The other four or whatever it is are just going to be floating and they're going to take the scraps. And that's just the facts. I don't know that they're going to be taking the scraps. They're going to be plotting to 
throw bombs in the four factions that are solid because they're going to need players and, and they want to, nobody wants to be in the bottom half. I mean, that's where I friggin' started. I didn't want to be last place. That's not where I wanted to end. And mm-hmm. that's not where, that's not where we're going to end, thankfully. But like, I think loyalties and Rachel, I've, you know, you and I have spoken too. And it's like having factions, this is the first time we've done something like this. And I think it creates psychologically uh, a different approach a to how you play the game and what you want out of the game and your relationships that you form with people so i think loyalty for any fashion even even the factions that don't that aren't winning or that you know that are finishing uh not where they want to towards the bottom i think they still got players on their team that they're loyal to because this has been a season of investment we've invested in people people have invested and trusted in their managers and and their other faction mates so i think I think the loyalty is going to pull a lot of people in a lot of strenuous uh, directions because you're going to have players advocating for who they want on their teams and who they want to be partnered with and what kind of people they want on their faction. And I mean, it's, it's going to be uh, crazy, but yeah, it's it's not going to be easy. I said it earlier today, you know, there we're a giant family. So personal relationships are absolutely hundred percent a factor and building relationships makes for better players. And that's what factions have proven. I knew it back with the Fife Club, but now that mm-hmm. it's a huge part of the show, that's where I think the stronger factions have shown is that they, when they come together, they play better and they you know, move up the leaderboard. But it's a sport too, so there's two sides of it. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of great factions. And you know, I can imagine plenty of players want to stay where they are, but there are other worthy factions to play for and other people to play with that could bring out other things too. Like this is not just everything should stay the same. This should be a fair fight for everybody, just like at the beginning of this season, you know, everybody went into the draft and picked what they could in the free agency. And it's about building new relationships as much as being loyal to old ones. I think that there's a balance there. Sure. Absolutely. I think, you know, I had a conversation with Barbarian Craig earlier in the year, we were talking about preparation and uh, talked about, you know, a really categorical approach to the wheel and all the different available slices. And, and he said, look, I, you know, sounds great to do with a, with a partner, but only if you can guarantee that you're going to be with them next season, because if you're not, you're putting all this work into building out a system with somebody that all that information, all that preparation is going to go somewhere else. Look, I know Mark Riley's not my team. He's not my teammate this next year. We spent two and a half, almost, you know, two and a half years working on different systems of preparation strategy. We have all, we made all of our study guides. He has them all. So do I, you know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. information we never shared. We didn't even share it with the other horsemen. We didn't even share it with the rest of the exchange. We were, we were very cloak and dagger about that stuff. You know, we did share pieces. Everybody keeps talking about it, but that's the sports angle. This happens in sports too. Players don't play on the same team. They bring the playbook from their old team to the new team. This is part of the way to keep it fair for the people that are at the bottom now getting a chance to rework it, refigure it out, get new players, players that can't stay where they were this season. And it's that exchange of information. It pushes people to come up with new theories and new plans. Like it's Mm -hmm. all, I mean, everybody keeps saying this is a sport. So that has to be taken into consideration with this. Like I understand the relationships, the loyalty and the personalities, but at the end of the day, everybody in this league is a good person works hard, wants to have the best team possible and is worthy of being played for or under like it's, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that there's, 
something to be said about shaking it up in this way. And that's the point of a draft. That's a point of doing it like a sport. And I think players and managers should be open to that, to be honest. Well, in a few minutes here, in about five minutes, we're going to be bringing on Marisol McKee. We're going to be talking to her a little bit about, you know, the reality of her situation, um, you know, managers that she's loved playing for, probably some managers that she would never have any interest in playing for, um, which... Uh, We'll leave it at that, but uh, that'll be in a couple minutes here. Um, in the meantime, I do want to read a couple more of these Streamlabs and Super Chats while we make sure we still have Gucci. So, got it. What else mm -hmm. we got? Scott A., do you think the manager conversation will still be open to the public when the show is back in person? I think the digital format giving managers uh, space beyond promos and interviews has helped raise their profiles. Yes, I think Christian will come up with ways to make that happen, 100%. I, I, I think it's been a really positive part of the game, The most of the managers getting more screen time. I mean, Gucci's had the same amount of screen time because he was always the one that got the most. But I think for everybody else, you know, it's been really great to, to get more screen time. I think yeah. it'll be even bigger when we get back into a studio because then we can get back into the cut scenes. We can get, I mean, mm -hmm. for those of you yeah. that saw you know, Odd Couple versus uh, Deception, which you know patrons can get as of today, Roxy versus Shannon was just as exciting as those two teams going up against each other. I think we've proven that all of these different managers with all of these different personalities who fight tooth and nail for their players and give them every opportunity to be the best that they can be. That's almost as big as the players themselves now. And that's what the season has proven. So I think it's going to be even more fun, more electric once we actually get into a studio and we can have them physically face to face. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Aura levels. Yeah. Aura. Okay. What else we got? Moving Canada rocks. I agree hundred percent with Shannon on the validity of the digital season. There should be no asterisk. I'm sick and tired of constant complaining. The league is doing what they must get over it. Adapt or die. Look Those weren't all caps, weren't they? <laughs> nope. Taking, taking, <laughs> taking shots. Gucci. What else? What else we got? I keep missing. I believe that's shoot. it for now. I'll keep refresh in a sec. Cool. If you guys have any others here, uh, Gucci, you give us the heads up. If you if you got a bail, um, mm -hmm. we're going to keep you on as long as we can in case we mm -hmm. hit this number because I, I know some people really wanted to see that. But right now, we yeah, are yeah. going to bring on one of the rising stars of the league, somebody who has had a very exciting season, um, a lot of hype behind. And we are bringing on right now Lady Justice. Marisol McKee comes on the show. Welcome to Schmodown Backstage for the second time. You've done some big things since then. How are you feeling? Oh, I think you're muted. I, I can't. Try that again. There you go. Um, I yeah, I feel I feel pretty great. Not gonna lie, you know, making the most of all good. this. It's been a good run. Um, really, really impressive stuff. The your your match against the odd couple is currently available to patrons, but I was able to watch it without really revealing any of the outcome of the match. I will say that you had a really fantastic showing. Uh, you played really, really well in the match. Um, I mean, everybody did. It was a, it was an exciting one to watch. But uh, you know, it's the sample size is growing. People are seeing you put up the put up the numbers, not miss a lot of questions, time and time again. The fact that you've done that, and that right now the prohibitive favorite to stay on corruption would not include you. Does that? How does that make you feel? It's got to be tough, right? To play with such talent. Um, it's always I want the best for myself and and I know what I'm capable of. So I'm just always really eager for the world to be able to see that. And every single time that they do a little bit more, that is really exciting. Um, it really is. But I also have to just keep it in perspective. And yeah, like that's the reality of it is that you can't, 
you know, I, that's why I don't, I don't take it personally and I recognize it for what it is. Like the reality is that like everybody can't see everything that is potentially down the road. And when you make these kind of decisions, that's something you have to take into consideration that you have to go off of, go off of the tape. You have to go off of, of what you have on paper. Um, you know, and that's, that's something that is a, a safer bet than, you know, swinging for potential because it is the unknown. Um, so I don't take any of it personally, you know, I, I, I just, it just makes me that much hungrier every time to prove myself because then the conversation changes every single time. And I think the conversation um, will change. Like you said, like you, you think I had a good showing here. I think the conversation changes just in that last match um, that is premiering today. So I'm looking forward to that. Can I ask a, a question? Do you speak in front of crowds? <laughs> no. You should. Uh, you, should. Uh, you could be a good motivational speaker. Well, I think well, you got some well, talent. Maybe I'll hire you for my crew. Because well, I'm doing know. motivational speaking. Nobody does it better than you. I don't claim to Thomas, be on the left. Always got an angle. Always yep. an angle, Tom. It's an yep. angle. Always, uh, well, people are setting their ways or losers. Just ask Ben. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if this match is going to happen. We might have to get rid of this guy, get him off the show. I don't know if he belongs here. Um, but it is interesting, to, you know, asking questions to, to Lady Justice here. I mean, look, Tom's going to lose his entire roster. No one's going to want to play for this idiot. So that means that he's going to be going after new players, you know? And so we might have just seen that. That might have already been the first attempt right there. Shannon, does it make you – like, do you feel personally slighted when people go after your players? Because you know that you're going to – managers are going to go after people that you have groomed you've worked with you have spent time and invested energy does it piss you off the idea that managers are making those phone calls she should take it out yeah. of the people yeah it's it's very nice that they want what we've done together uh yeah it pisses me off i don't i don't love it of course, why, why would i be like that sounds great you should have them if you want them no of course i don't like it but <laughs> That's the reality. Like that's where we're at. There's nothing I can do about it. So it, no, I don't like it. I don't have to like it, and I, I'm not going to like it. But that's that's where we're at. I gotta I gotta swallow my pride and, and take what comes and, and figure it out from there. So yeah, you're gonna have some big decisions to make. But I'm not the only one. And but that's a good talking team. about how <laughs> corruption has all these big decisions to make and and this this pressure on what am I gonna do? But there's so many people in this position. Let's not forget that. And I. Quite honestly, like think, I think the you well, and I think Winston, that, maybe think about Koi. Think about all the people that he's brought up, and not, not even we're talking about people that had like losing records or that you know what I mean. It's not people that that play well but feel more confident in playing. It's it's hmm. people that have very like very much improved uh, their gameplay. And you know, Koi is a fantastic manager, and people want to stay with him. And not every you know we need teams, we need factions like that that are bubbly and and fun and happy and like they promote that 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 air because corruption is not that team <laughs> we are yeah. not you know we're not the ones to come to if, if you want to like you know I, we're not like that in real life obviously but like you know we there's got to and people want to play for koi people want to stay there people like some you know every player is different every player needs something different so yeah that's true like i said earlier uh you know marisol basically uh i don't know if you heard the show earlier um I've been doing like these Zoom calls with competitors. 
Tom, yeah. this is not Tom oh? gets to like oh? recruit people. That's not, <laughs> not what this show is about. This is Schmodown backstage. Email. You're here email. because we're trying to raise money so that you can play Shannon. Uh, ben, let's take this back a little bit. Um, <laughs> work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Finstock Exchange propaganda hour type. I of mean, thing. let's let, let's not throw Marisol into the deep end of Tom's shenanigans. Like let's 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 Marisol, ease her into he, that. He's a, he's a front runner. So as long as you're winning, as long as you're winning, this guy is in your corner and he's going to tell you you're the best player you're the best player in the world he's got your back and then as soon as you start losing you're going to find a knife in your back that's what happens that is that's what happens. not necessarily going to go that far. not the case that is not the case hey right. look if, if i've learned anything so far from listening to this you can certainly spin you can certainly polish a turd that's what i've learned oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a very accurate description of what tom dagnino can do i I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm here for that for sure yeah, um, that's, that's just the way it goes. I'm, I'm going to get back to Marisol here. Um, yeah. Marisol, I, I see myself in you a lot, and I've loved watching you this season. And I'm just curious. I think we're similar in, like, like you just said, that you, you don't speak in front of people, you know, this whole in front of the cameras and the lights and, and being center focus uh, like this is very new to you. Um, you've been handling it amazingly, and you're only getting better. What... What have you been doing to help with that? Because I know that there is a lot coming at you right now from the fans, from the league, from managers, from all of it. Um, but how are you maintaining and getting better the way that you are? Um, well, a lot of that comes from, a lot of that comes from um, uh, every, every match that I play that has a really big part to do with it, um, actually putting actually seeing the results, you know, you know, the fruits of your labor. Um, and a lot of that uh, energy and that confidence really does get bounced back from, from my interactions with my faction, you know, like I have to bring it back home. Like I have a strong foundation um, and I would be like, like remiss not to admit that, um, that that has a lot to do with it. Um, and that's why I, I say it and I do mean it that I am going to get better and get more confident as I go, because you know, it, it's it's a thrill. It, it's feeding off of this 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 amazing environment, these this amazing community, um, and that energy. That energy is contagious. It's an infectious, um, and it really does it really does fuel me. Um, you're from Paraguay, right? Is that where you're from? Can uh, we mute I, him? <laughs> Did you say you had to go? Is is this time up? <laughs> No, but I hear it's beautiful this time of year. So, so maybe. Are you a lawyer? Are you a lawyer, though? God, no. No. Okay. God, no. I know. There's a justice I, behind you there. That's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, it's growing on me. I'm not going to lie. Um, but, but no, I, I, I should probably get to know a couple lawyers. That would be helpful to have in my corner at this time, but. I know. Shoot me your email. I'll send you. I'll send you some names. Oh yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, no, I know a couple. Yeah. Oh, I know lawyers. Tom, all my, all my I friends. I think for the rest of the show, Did Tom, you're not going to speak Queen until Vigo spoken Chief. to. My friends are lawyers and doctors. Who who just said that? Was that? Did we just hear? Was that a schmobot talking about I think something? There was. Ben, Queen Biguchi. What was that? She cut out. I think it was uh, a schmobot from, uh, from the from Bloat. Did someone say the Bloat Queen... donated fifty dollars? Oh, Did boy. someone Dude. say the Queen Biguchi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 50 puts us 50 puts us probably about halfway there uh just shy of halfway there so you know we have i know we've we got gucci have to do this. yeah 100 uh, <laughs> percent. if we run out of steam it's it's well, still we'll incredibly see, who, we'll see what show. happens 
So you're incredibly supportive of the show and, and it does keep the network going. So even if we yeah. miss the goal, it's it's appreciated every week and it does mean a lot to have you guys support. But we have sure. we have we have about 20 more minutes here. So if we get it in the next we get it in the next 10, we get this little exhibition between these guys, Shannon and uh, and Gucci. Marisol, I'm 100 I'm 100 percent expecting you would take uh, Shannon in this fight. You take your girl with a three point handicap. Look, there there are some things that Shannon does enormously better than I do. That's not a yes. <laughs> not a yes. Don't get me. <laughs> and I'm okay. Don't don't feel trapped in this situation. Don't don't say. I don't think the queen would. The queen has trained me well, and I don't think I don't think she would take it as as any insult if if, if I just played her. We we saw where it landed. <laughs> I feel pretty. Uh, she saw oh, me. No, Marisol has clearly saw me win into manageable. She saw that. Oh, yeah. between I mean, I, between the two of them. Yeah, yeah I yeah. smoked everybody. I, I don't even, I don't even. Revisionist history. Yeah. I think I still stand with that. I could not take you. Get out no, of here. No. Gucci. I, I, that, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't push Shannon up against you. That doesn't, that doesn't feel like a fair. Well, yeah, if not, get, right? well, if we don't get to the goal, why don't we just do half the questions? Okay. If we, if we, that, that's fair. We can do five questions. She still gets a three point handicap though. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> two point handicap. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. I don't think handicap. Tom realizes he's mathematically yeah. can't win. Then <laughs> I think oh, we're she'll almost, get all I mean, the questions think, wrong. I think we're almost. I think we're almost that one fifty. But uh, Goddard, what we have these guys? Uh, any Streamlabs super chats for the guests? I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to miss any. Right time here. Wow, that's just good. Uh, Gucci is incredible at math. Uh, all hail the queen. Shannon has been great this year and should be manager of the year with Winston and Coy close behind. My question is who are some names for the ninth manager next year? Also check out our interview with Kusher, uh, the crusher this Sunday. Oh, crusher. You're going on. Uh, let's get ready to Shmoda. Yes. They, um, very, very sweetly <laughs> let me postpone like four times because of my job. And we finally recorded it last week and I was very happy Yay. to, and they're the best over there. They're very, yeah. they, they react to community. They're all, they're just amazing. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Yeah, some of those guys are better than real hosts. <clears throat> if I could fire you, I wish you were for me. I would fire you. Right I'm unfireable. Now. I've never been fired from anything in my whole entire life. Well, once. Uh, Marisol, do you know, by the way, obviously if things break and, and, you know, Shannon said it earlier, she's not ruling out any options. So you could have just ended up with Shannon. She could just try to retain you. That might happen. Obviously if you guys go all the way, she might kick Mike to the curb. Who knows? Um, but uh, if you I don't see, end up with Shannon, if did you, have you thought about have you thought about where you would play? Do you kind of have a, a pretty strong sense of where you'd go? <clears throat> um, there, so much of this is out of my out of my control. You know, like I'm I'm I recognize you know I I'm I'm a pawn in this situation. You know, I know I am, and and I have to. <sighs> Ken Napsack is looking for people. Blows donated one hundred dollars. Yeah, is this enough? I don't do math. <laughs> yeah, okay. We, we got it then. If we were at 150, we're going to do it at 250 then. Because that was, I think that was a $100 donation you just sent in. That was. Big... That's my guy, Nick Gilmore. That's the, he, the bloat stands for biggest loser of all time because he's a general in the Action Army and he's lost. But he's also the greatest of all time. Originally, that was the nickname. He gave himself that nickname of bloat. But he's one of my favorite people in the whole world. And it's a big time salute to you, Nick. Thank you so Thank much you. for that. So we are going to get to see this head to head here yes, in a couple are. minutes. Um, which is exciting, but Marisol, you were in the middle of saying. Oh yeah, um, I, I at this point for me, it is it is about. Um, I know you guys have talked a lot about about um, where loyalty versus um, looking at the bigger picture comes into play. Um, but for me, from my angle, it is 
it, it's not it's not blind loyalty. It is it is an important factor for me as a player, and it is the number one factor for me right here in this situation. You know, I am coming from a unique situation. It is unique because of the digital um, era, um, and and my introduction into this world has. I think been a different jump for me being so far away removed physically from this world than it would have been for somebody who is deeply embedded in, in LA. Um, and it is an important factor. And this faction has become my, my family um, in a lot of ways and has meant a lot to me, uniquely to me that I don't think it would necessarily mean to other people. So it does play really heavily in there. I don't wanna play for anybody other than Shannon Barney right now. I really don't. Um, and I don't want to um, play with another partner um, other than Adam Collins. You know, um, these are these are tied into me, you know, and it would be a really tall order to to duplicate that, um, which has been motivating me and pushing me forward so much in this sport. And as a competitor and bringing out the best of me, it would be a lot. It would be a tall order to find that from another from another place, you know, not 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 saying being realistic. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be that it would be impossible, but it would be a really, really tall order. Um, so that's the angle that I'm coming from it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very I mean, look, it's a it's a tough decision to make, you know, and I, and I think luckily you're still in a position where, you know, you, you still really love your manager and, and uh, so you can still consider playing for your manager. You know, I, I am in a situation where I don't, I don't really know where I'm going to play. I've had some conversations, you know, I have I know some where thoughts, you're going to play. But... No, you don't. That's ridiculous. I know exactly just... where you're going to play. That's a stupid thing to say. You don't know anything about me, Gucci. I don't even answer your phone calls anymore. I literally got asked to go on your <laughs> show by your producer. You didn't even know I was coming. Just because he knew that I had truth. That's what a producer does. I don't sit back yeah. and say, hey, get this guy on the show. A producer yeah. puts people on a show. That's what happens. Gucci, if you asked me to go on your show, I would have told you no. I only I don't ask anybody because... anything. I don't ask anybody I don't for anything in life, period. Things just come. Where am I going to play, Gucci? Where am I playing? I, listen, I was on a Zoom call the other day with somebody <laughs> who knows a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff. And this was a big Zoom call too. There's like what you got this. You got the scoop. What does Jeff Snyder give you the scoop? Is that what big it is? Scoop. Big scoop. I don't even talk to Jeff Snyder. You're a liar. You're Virtually, a liar, and you're. Full. I've heard this is a done deal for you. you that's right. There's I no done, done deal. deal. I heard it's I've a done talked deal. To, I've talked to many managers, many players. I, I know what I want to do, and uh, listen, it's you don't know what it is. You don't. Know, I haven't made a decision yet. So how could you possibly know? You're a fool. You don't deserve to be here. You're on my show. You play by my rules. So you, you know exactly where you're going. And you know what? I'll put it on a piece of paper and lock it away. And then when you sign with this, I'll open it and it'll say that. Guaranteed. Like All right. You know, what? you know what? I'll you know bury what? it in my backyard. I'll show everybody. I'll shoot a video burying it in my backyard. You, you do that. I'd love to see you shoot that video. I'd love to see. See, Marisol, don't play for this guy. No matter what happens, if he if he somehow finds a way and actually is able to contact you, which shouldn't happen, you should not let that happen. But I'll if have he does, my legal team on that right away. <laughs> yeah, please, please, please. You know, you want to play with somebody, play for somebody that has a brain. Uh, I'm going to bring in Goddard here for for a few minutes before we start this uh, this match. Uh, Charlotte, 1984. Hello, all. Just curious if it's been confirmed that we will have nine teams uh, returning next year, or we think about adding or subtracting any. So my understanding has not been confirmed. I know uh, the Droogs obviously is the team that has the least active uh, manager currently. So I, th I think that that's, I Those think that that's, that's a, that's a way to put it. <laughs> guys, yeah. The least active. Manager. Yeah. I think that he would be proud of that. AKA. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's a badge of honor. Yeah. That's yeah, tough. I mean, you know, yeah, they were set up low. to win and then they, then they lost. I mean, that's, yeah. what, that's what losers do. Yeah, you were set up to win. 
And then you I lost. was set up to lose. Who were you? I was set up to lose uh, by oh COVID. God. Yes. <laughs> got her. Got her. Stop. Please keep Next going. question. Keep Next going. question. All right. Hold on. My laptop just froze. Uh, Dagan, Marisol's awesome. Love the cool, calm demeanor. Huge potential to be a dominant player, both singles and teams. Also, Shannon for manager of the year. Uh, she's doing a great job. She's, she's a great manager. She deserves yeah. it. Virtually. Gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> scientists. Lady Justice, you are great. How would you handle Ben Bateman as a partner? Do you think you could work with him? It seems tough to work with Ben Bateman. Yeah, she needs a sidekick. <laughs> It's not tough to work with me. I mean, he supposedly has the secret plan to win everything right? all the time next I season. Am, yeah. so. Very curious. You you do have my interest <laughs> peaked, Ben. I just would love to just hear about this plan that you have. Um, no, I'm I'm um I mean, look, I'll humor I'll humor this question, right? Um, hypothetically, you know, speaking, I'm sure I'm sure um, I'm sure there's a lot that I could learn from Ben Bateman, but I also know, you know, you haven't seen a lot of me, so there's a lot he could learn from me too. So nice. All right. I like Great it. Answer. All right. It's the right answer. It good wouldn't answer. be all yeah. good. <laughs> oh my God. It'd be like ignore, ignore the animal in the, ignore the animal in the corner. What else you got? What uh, you Dustin the uh, Shannon, will you be looking for players such as Dewberry or Hoyk in the middle rounds of the draft? What are managers thoughts on the mid to later round picks? Got to find the diamond in a rough. I mean, yeah, Shannon did a really good job of finding a diamond in the rough for a guy who wasn't even drafted and becoming one of the you know best players in the game. Uh, that right there should give her manager of the year. You know, there, well, I, I don't and think were, anything should be overlooked. Sorry, no. Rachel, go ahead. And, and there were players that got drafted in the middle or in free agency that were considered decent players before and got better. Better look at like Perry Nemiroff. You know, yeah. there there it are people that, that yeah that will yeah, get barbarian. drafted. Absolutely. Shannon Miller. Yeah. Well, yeah. There'll be a lot of people that will surprise because I think that there is very clearly bases of knowledge out there. And then it's the factions that have turned a lot of players onto wanting to put in the extra effort, wanting to go the extra mile. And when you have a team around you to help you do that, that spurred people that we didn't really consider at the beginning of the season to put forth that effort and then all of a sudden start winning their faction points. And I think there could be mm-hmm. a new crop of those people next season too. Yeah. It's all about instilling confidence right. in the people you, you know, you work for. Yeah. You're good at that. Got her. What else we got? Uh, that was the last one. Let's get to this match. Let's all right, it, guys, man. it's going to be, so the way this is going to work is we're going to be going, we're going to be going 10 questions. Um, you know, Shannon gets to start with a, with three points up and uh, oh, this is going to be good. Uh, this is terrible, good. and I you hate can't... all of you for it. You're lucky it's the holiday season. So she's up three nothing. <laughs> she's up three nothing. She's, she's up three nothing. Um, the way this is going to work, the way this is going to work is I'm going to let I'm going to let Marisol manage Shannon. Okay. Um, because it's her girl, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what? I'm going to make an exception here because oh, Rachel boy. and I are going to be reading the questions, and I'm going to let Dwayne manage you because I know <laughs> nice. he works. Yes. I know he works. On, I know he works on Gucci Verse. He oh, wants to be crap. a manager. He does. Yes, he does. Um, so. Around. Yeah, so I think it's, so we're going to do 10 questions here. Rachel's got the questions. I haven't, I haven't gotten to see them, which means I do get to play along in my head, which is always fun for me. Um, Can I just take a actually, disclaimer yeah, yeah. real quick? Yeah. Do we need a pen this and pencil? Is, yes. Okay. This is wholly, wholly, I do, I do not embarrass easy, and this is wholly embarrassing for me to do right now. So I want to up the ante on this donation because I am going to make a complete 
full of myself for all of you watching. <laughs> um, I am I am movie illiterate. This is going to be embarrassing. So uh, please. Show and you know, Gucci has been in two of the lowest scoring matches in the history of the Schmodown. He scored one point in a first round once. He, I think collectively he and Burnett scored nine points between the two of them in a three-round match. You I mean, would be like, surprised how little I know about. Because, you know, outside of, like, even obvious stuff. I, directors, oh, God, we start getting into compo- – nope. Okay, let's just – all right, let's do it. Let's do oh, it. Oh, God. Oh, the Shannon, comes off. As your newly instated manager, Shannon, I need you to. I need you to. I'm just kidding. I have a question, real quick. All right, because I can I mute you. my own competitor? <laughs> you would that's, like to that, mute your. That's I'll a legit. A legit. I, yeah, I, I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> Gucci, you've taken your shirt off. Yeah. Uh, there, there. <laughs> There's yeah, stop doing that. That's that's crazy. nobody wants to see that. There's you've been warned. You've been Lunacy. warned. We'll have order in this match. It's illegal. Um, we have Lady Justice. We have Dwayne managing Shannon and Gucci. And guys, look, Shannon's embarrassing herself. As she said, she doesn't feel great about this. Full disclosure. I sprung this on Shannon about an hour and a half ago in a text. Uh, usually we do things a little better around here. But you know what? She was a good sport. She answered with emojis and uh, <laughs> said we should raise the ante. We should up the ante. So uh, we, we, we've hit about uh, 250. We originally had asked for 300. Um, and you know what? If we, if we cross over the 300 mark, I think we'll all be happy. So if you guys are watching this right now want to get 300 or even match what we've been doing in the past, which is 400. We've hit 400 each of the last three weeks. If you guys want to make this exciting and make Shannon feel like a star that she is. <laughs> She's the queen, guys. Treat her like queen one. Queen of corruption. Oh. All right, managers, are you ready right. to enter the digital battlefield? Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm always ready. I'm born ready. You're not the manager. You're, well, you are a manager, but I was asking for your manager. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's true. There's four managers here. All right. Um, uh, all right. I got the questions. I've got 10 questions. Shannon's already up three points. Uh, Bateman, can you keep the score? Yes, I, because I don't because I'm not I'm going to be playing along in my head. So I okay. have my board with me. Um, all right, Goddard, will you be able to keep score for us? Yeah, I got a score. Thank you. Okay, excellent. Ben, I knew I knew Ben couldn't resist to play. I want to play along me. so badly. All right. Um, all right, we're going to start off with questions. So you Stay can focused. yes. One yeah, JTE, one JTE no, no challenges. No challenges. Ten questions, no challenges. Each of you gets one JTE. No what shenanigans for managers. What about spelling? <laughs> Spelling uh, we'll, counts. We'll, ballpark. Like, it, it ballpark. better be close. Yeah, it yeah. Better I mean, be... we're not, yeah, I don't want to play, like... No Chasek Bosman or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. no Kasich Bosman. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Rest no. in peace. All right. Yes. Um, all, right. all right, question number one, Rachel. Let's do this thing. In the realm of comedies, which Friends actress co-stars with Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? This is my favorite thing about this, Rachel. Yeah, no answers in yeah. chat, please, guys. No answers. No answers. No, no answers in chat. And hands up, Gucci. Hands up. You can DM directly to Shannon, though. I'll allow it. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, um, Shannon Queen, you get to go first. What do you got? No, I don't want to go first. I don't watch. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Jennifer Aniston? No. Unfortunately, I told incorrect. You. I told uh, you, Tom. Courtney Cox. <laughs> uh, Misspelled. Right, but, second uh, guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's Sorry. all right though. It's all right though. Three to one. You're still, you're still winning. You're still winning three to still one. Still three to one. All right. It was the all first right. one. <laughs> Taking off the dust, the rust. Just shake it off. All right. All right. In the realm of dramas, what Baz Luhrmann film stars Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor? All right. All right. 
Gucci is taking this so seriously is my favorite part. Will Watson he, donated he, $25. <laughs> Wheels you. just rolling through supporting everyone. All that matters is we barter the queen as Lady Justice balances the scales. I have slowly become corrupted. Mm. No, Thank you so much Will. for that support. We really one appreciate that. One of the good that. ones. One of the good ones. Yeah, that's awesome. We're going to count yeah, you guys down Wheels? here. Wheels is the best. In five, four, three, two, pens down, pens down. We're going to start Gucci. with you this time, Gucci. Les Miserables. That is incorrect. Uh, incorrect. Someone screenshot that spelling. <laughs> better than my guess because I had, I had got nothing, which I tell my competitors to never do, and I just did it. Sorry. Well, Gucci, how did you spell it? It ain't Les Miserables. Can we see that again? It, can Gucci lose a point for that? Because good God. It's it's okay. <laughs> I got the screenshot. Even if the answer had been Les Miserables, I wouldn't have given it to you because that doesn't even no, look no, no, resemble that. I would have, I would have no. Is it Chicago? <laughs> no. What is no, the it's, answer? It's Spell Rouge. Chicago, please. Oh, no, that one. That one. Shit. Shoot. Um. All right, all right. So we're still so 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 Shannon is still having a pretty good winning guys. Three hundred and three donated thirty dollars. Shannon oh, got you. this. Come on, let's hear it for the queen. Also, all the love for Marisol. In. She is so amazing. And shout out to Rachel for being amazing. Thank you. I'll take it. Loving all that. Yeah, it's incredible. Right, so three to, so much. Three to, it should be three to zero, Shannon, but it's three to one, Shannon. It's three to one. Let me. <laughs> um, all right. Question number three. All right. In the realm of animated movies, aside from Nemo, name any character from the film Finding Nemo. Oh, Gucci's gonna miss this. I can see, I can see the panic in his eyes as he's realized, as he's realized that the three-point handicap was a bad decision. I can see it, and it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy to know that. Um, we're gonna count you guys. Maybe you guys get one repeat each. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands up, Gucci. Hands up. I'm cheating. Right, we're gonna start with you, Shannon. Uh, I didn't know if I spelled it right, but Dory. Yes, Dory's that correct. Counts. Shannon Yay. gets Dory. Gucci? Uh, Cheech. <laughs> That's not Cheech. You, you spelled Cheech wrong again. Oh, my God. Uh, Dwayne, talk to your boy. Yeah, Dwayne, you, you got to pep talk him. There, there's Wait, literally what? nothing I can do with this. Why do we fight? Just give him the, give him the why do we fight speech. Why do we fight, Gucci? All right, um, we're going to keep rolling I've here. never watched right. an animated movie in my life, and I don't plan yeah. on doing it. It's not a, that's not an inner geek to movie. Our right, question losers. number four. Right. Question number four. Shannon dominating so far. I like it. All right, guys. In the realm of fantasy science fiction, what is the name of the school of witchcraft and wizardry in the Harry Potter movies? Do you see this? You see? Did you see the eyes on Shannon there? She knew it because she manages. She manages she two of two the of best inner geek players yes, in the world. Uh-huh. There was no hesitation whatsoever there. I knew it. She could have crushed you in Inner Geekdom Gucci. Do we have to give like a full, full thing or can nope. I? Nope. Okay. No, just, no. just the I know one she, word What you wrote is, is going to work. Um, impressive is stuff Cheech? here. It's, is it Chief spelled C-E-C? <laughs> um, I'm going to count you down in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. We are going to start with you, Gucci. I hope this is wrong. Hogwarts? Hogwarts is correct. Shannon? Wow. Mm-hmm. Hogwarts. She pulls off Hogwarts. Nice Impressive done. stuff. Impressive mm-hmm. stuff. I'm, I'm ashamed of myself it. for knowing that. Yeah, question. I'd say that was an inner geek to answer. Impressive stuff. Dwayne, your guys uh, waking up here. 
Um, score, <laughs> score check. So. Shannon five, Dagnino two. Five to two. She still got that like three-point lead. It's damn good. It's damn good. All right, we're going to get on to uh, question number five. Here we go. Okay. In the realm of action-adventure, name any film that showcases the fictional character Jack Ryan, a CIA analyst, played by either Harrison Ford, Alec Baldwin, Ben Affleck, or Chris Pine. Any of the films that Jack Ryan appears in? I know. Oh, so I'm guessing, Rachel. Kill me for this one. I haven't seen the. I haven't seen the questions, Rachel. But I'm guessing I know exactly what was written and what you did there. <laughs> you added a lot of words to that one. You added a lot <laughs> of words to that one. I'm pretty sure they were asking for who plays the character of Jack Ryan, in like one of those movies. Possibly. Um, I'm just going oh, off of some of my task. I'm oh, going off some of my test There is there, there is there were there is one repeat available to you guys. I'm counting you down in five. Repeat. All right. This is coming off of my list of practice questions for um, Sam's uh, faction. However, I am definitely altering them as I go. Just making it a fair fight. Repeat, right? Yeah. That's what Shannon said. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, Name any film that showcases the fictional character Jack Ryan, a CIA analyst, played by either Harrison Ford, Alec Baldwin, Ben Affleck or Chris Pine. I'm going to be honest. When you said the list and you were getting to Chris Pine as that fourth name, mm-hmm. I almost went with, uh, I thought you were going to say Tyler Perry because I was thinking Alex Cross for a second. Oh, so almost, yeah. I almost got mixed up with like, <laughs> that was the character. And I was like, going to like say it and correct you. And you're like, that was wrong. So um, anyway, uh, I'm going to count you guys down here in five, four, Three, two, one. Pens down. We are going to start with you, Shannon. The Born Identity? Ah, no, close. That's good, though. That's a good <laughs> guess. It's a solid guess. Let's see if Gucci Sorry, uh, spelled it. Let's see if Gucci spelled uh, it right. What do you got, Gucci? Air Force One. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Just, just a legend. He's competed in the Schmodown many times. It's incredible. The, the, just, no, no. We were looking no. for either clear and present danger. That's what I was, Patriot looking. I was games, putting that there, too. The hunt for... The Hunt for Red October, The Son of All Fears, or Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. I believe are the five movies. I I do love that Gucci was writing Clear and Present Danger in the same font as Boys in the Hood. (laughs) Do you see see J.A.? I started writing Jack Reacher. I I, I had Clear and Present Danger, but I thought it was Air Force One. It's okay, Jim. You were a lot closer Sorry. than him. You didn't follow, lose why any do you follow your gut. game. Why do you play this gut. game? It's infuriating. <laughs> Shannon's still winning. Shannon's still winning 5 2. We're going to get to question six here. It's the halfway point. Managers, you feeling good about your players? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shannon, Shannon's <laughs> got this. Her, her instincts are clearly, clearly better than Gucci's here in this situation. I have no doubt she's going to bring it home. Just follow your gut, Shannon. I'm feeling that exactly one. the same as when we started. Yeah. yeah, Gucci, you're, you got a lot of ground to cover in the final five questions here, bud. You got to get, you got to make up a three point handicap. Question number six. Here we go. The realm right, of directors. I'm clocking out of work real quick. Hold on. I don't want to sit on the <laughs> clock while I'm playing a game. So let me clock out. It's the honorable <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I don't want you guys thinking I'm looking at anything. Okay. Don't break character, Shannon. <clears throat> here we go. It's back soon. Question six. <laughs> in the realm of directors, who directed the films Lady Bird and the 2019 Little Women? Shannon knows this immediately. This is this makes me it so makes, happy. It does. It makes me yeah. happy too. Because this so is funny. actually yeah. This is this is this is a real Schmodan question asked probably. So did you add a movie there? Or was it only? Yes. The, yeah. yeah. 
I'm assuming that you I'm assuming that you added the you added the 2017 film. Um yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, no way Gucci knows this. No nope. way. It's gonna be good. We're gonna count you guys down here in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Gucci, what did you put on paper here? Olivia Wilde. Uh spelled correctly, wrong answer though. Okay. It's uh, actually an thought. impressive guess though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought that guess. was a really good guess. I, I may have gotten it wrong. I don't know. Is it is it uh Greta Gerwig? It is. It is. Wow. Shannon, Shannon annihilating right now. Just, he guaranteed he was going to win. This is impressive stuff. Didn't even need the handicap, and she's going to win. Who the hell anyway. is Greta Gerwig? Yeah, uh, clearly you don't know. We're going to keep no. it. I, I already out. Director knowledge. Listen, I don't know Greta, whatever. I know Gershwin. That's so, right. score you update. You should know her. She's uh, Shannon, six, and Dagnino, two. So, even without the handicap, it would be three to two, Shannon. So Shannon, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an option here. Do you want to abandon the handicap and play straight for the final four? Because all he has to do is miss one more and it's over. You know what? Yeah, I think I'm thinking what you're Let's thinking. Let's go. Wow. The handicap. Shannon, that, <laughs> your, donations, your donations got us there. She thought she was gonna get embarrassed and she is crushing this idiot. Crushing right it. Now. <laughs> Three to two, uh, Shannon. Her claim may be good at Still terrible. Three to Shannon. <laughs> Gucci's back in it. All right, question seven. Here we go. What's the right. Four two? Three two. She's three, two, three, two. three two. I need you to wake no. up. Okay. All right. In the realm of horror thriller, in what '90s horror movie will you find a villain called Ghostface? Mm. Dwayne. <laughs> you guys can't see Dwayne, but his reactions are amazing. <laughs> Bloat donated fifty dollars. All hail. Bend the knee. They love. They love. Is that fifty. That was fifty. We're gonna guys, from we're, bloat we're, again. I think yeah. The, the they they always end. come we're, in right at the end. I love it. They do. We're at like three sixty-two now. If a couple more donations, we're gonna hit the four hundred anyway. Five, four. You're welcome. Three, two, one. Pens down. I'm gonna start with you this time, Shannon. Uh, is it Scream? Yes. It, yes, is, it is Scream. Yeah! Wow, she's cleaning up right now, Gucci. <laughs> oh, Gucci. Uh, he kind of says scream, but we'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. <laughs> I got to plug my computer now. Uh, hands up, Gucci. <laughs> hands up. Yeah, yeah, hands up. Wow. This, Shannon, I got to tell you, this is, this is our game break moment right now. I'm really impressed. These, I mean, yes, these questions <laughs> are, yes, questions. these, I mean, so, yes, these questions have been augmented to be ever. a little easier. They're a little easier, but this guy played in the Shmodan multiple times. Uh, like he's played like seven or eight matches. He's done okay in the past. Um, I, I, I appreciate you guys stroking my ego with this. Is wonderful. Best penmanship. You don't. Great. <laughs> All right. So, so the, so right, what? The, what's the score? Four, three right now. And we got yeah, three four questions. Four to three. Left? Two questions left. So I thought you said three questions. Three. No, I was curious. Three questions. I have three, left. All right. three questions. Question, yeah. question number eight. Gucci, I know we got to get you out of here. So we're uh, just a couple, right. couple more questions. We and we're done. All right. Uh, in the realm of Oscar movies, who won his best actor Oscar for his role in The Revenant? Travis Gilbert donated $20. This made my day huge thanks to Shannon. Gucci is there, I guess. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> All right. Ratings, Chris Gucci used to say. Four, Christian in the chat saying he had a number three, one contender match against Clark. Two. <laughs> <laughs> hands down, right. hands down. Gucci, hands up. We're, we're asking you, we're asking you uh, first here. What, what'd you write? Uh, 
My buddy, I used to party with him a lot. Leo DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio. We'll that give you that correct. one. That's really funny because I used to party with him too, Leonardo DiCaprio. Gucci, you are getting shown up right now. I can't even <laughs> believe how bad you like you guaranteed. This I is incredible. Stupid Jack Ryan question or whatever. Yeah, it's impressive that you did. Marisol picked the right horse here. I feel like um, everyone in LA has a, a somewhat partied with Leo because he parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parties. He's right. been around. All right, last last two questions here. Okay. It's five four right now. Gucci, you got to come up strong here at the end here. Otherwise, Shannon's got your number. Not too bad. Okay. Um, In the realm of romantic comedies, name one film that co-starred Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I'm curious if you both would have been able to name two because that was the initial question. Yeah, and uh, Christian says, "And a title match in teams." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, amazing stuff. Uh, we're going to count you guys down here. You ever wonder about the evolution of the show? Four, four, three, <laughs> three, two, one. Pens down, pens down. Pens down. Shannon, what do you got? Is it, is it you've got mail? You've got mail yes, is one is. of them. Yep. So now, no, Gucci? It's not the answer. It's you got mail. That's challenge. There's no, no challenges. challenges. There's no, no challenges. challenges. No There's challenges. no challenges, <laughs> and, and, it's up, and, it's, and it's and it's wrong anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it is actually, wrong. Got <laughs> yeah, it's you've got mail. <laughs> you got mail. So Gucci wrote you got mail, but you know what? You know what? We'll because, because we stripped away the three point handicap, I'm going to give it to him, Gucci. You have been you have been warned. Watch your titles here. So now now Shannon holds the keys. All she has to do is not miss here, oh, and it's over. The court is not pleased. You got mail. Yeah. Shannon's going to so win here if she gets this next question right, guys. Uh, and a big thank you to all of you that have, that have donated here. So uh, score check you. really quickly. Is it 7-6 or 6-5? Or, or uh, six, five. It is 6-5. So you Shannon is currently 6 for 9, which is pretty good, actually. Uh, really. I mean, that's not actually – not doing badly. Yeah, not at well. all. I'll uh, take it. One question left. Tenth question of the set here, guys. And a big thank you to all those donations and, and all that support. What do we got, Rachel? All right, for your final question in the realm – of 2000s who plays gandalf in the lord of the rings and hobbit movies <laughs> he's so mad and shannon knows that's amazing oh god this makes me so happy i'm so glad i'm not gonna play for this guy next year it's such a good feeling um so the real the real question is what is the best gucci answer is it cheech is it lay milano it's, la- or it's is the it... lamest one like less Miz Ed or something i'm not really sure what it said um he's he's gonna he's gonna auction off all those answers yeah that'll be a spectacular yeah, next that'll be at the gucci uh-huh. table spectacular yeah. exactly uh all right we're gonna count you guys down here in five four three two one pens down pens down we are going to start with you we're gonna start with you gucci because shannon if she gets this she wins sir ian e-n e-i-n i mean so for, right. for the win or we're going to sudden death uh shannon it spells name right but it's is, is, it, is it sir ian mcclellan and <laughs> amazing stuff amazing stuff wow shannon takes it home getting going 70 percent accuracy against a former movie trivia schmodown competitor who's played a title match he's the number one contender he he was my teammate the first time i ever had a perfect game we were not able to win because he's such a moron well done um e in i'm just disappointed in myself that i got two stupid movie answers right 
I can't Hogwarts believe, I can't believe what, what just happened. Loser I am. Amazing stuff. Uh, managers, yeah. congratulations. Managers of the managers, congratulations. That was a great time. Great job, Dwayne. Uh, um, you guys, I'm, sw- I'm legitimately sweating. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm you know. I'm the only one left in my building, and my armpits are a wreck. This is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, Gucci, I know we got to let you go here. So anything anything in those Streamlabs and Super Chats that specifically we want to say to him before he, he gets out of here? Uh, I think that's it. We got Marvel Man Mike. Here you go, Shannon. Community appreciates you more. Uh, and had to chime in and tell Marisol that she is my favorite new player this season. I can already see your confidence growing. Can't wait to see you rise higher. Love Lady Justice character and Deception are a dangerous team. Love from the UK. So no, nothing for Gucci. Right, right back. Thanks for the love. Gucci. Absolutely. And none for are... Bobby Gucci. And none for Bobby Gucci. You are a legendary moron. I appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, yeah, despite it. the fact that, uh, you know, I will never play for you again, but you know we'll cross that bridge. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll, t- I'll talk to you and your manager tomorrow. I know who he is. So, <laughs> thanks, Tom. Um, thanks, Tom. Maybe I leave that in the bag you. there. See you guys. Get Get out out Voila. Still here. He's still here. Um, <laughs> amazing, amazing stuff. Shannon, congratulations! Big win for you. Um, huge win. Do you think that this, having the support of your girl Marisol here maybe pushed you over the edge a little bit? Some, some yeah, confidence? It, it made all the difference in the world. She told me everything I needed to hear, you know? Um, trusting my gut uh, is super important. And uh, yeah, just giving me giving me the confidence to uh, to know that I, I can do this, y'all. I can do this. <laughs> Should be noted that if you had decided to keep your handicap, you would have gone a perfect 10 for 10, which uh, uh, you know you can take to the bank if you want that you had 100% accuracy uh, <laughs> on some level. <laughs> um, 10 points of the available 10 so the only thing i'm thinking about is that i erased jack reacher what well, so what it's jack, it was, it was, it was jack ryan jack ryan shadow recruit jack oh then never mind see yeah. see that's how confident marisol has made me i feel like <laughs> even when i'm wrong i'm right <laughs> um well guys think book character isn't he Mike's it is, gonna, and it's Mike's all. Yeah, it's a movie too. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a good guess. I mean, it's the same. It's the same genre. It's for sure the same genre. So, if but anyone's even, looking to uh to adopt a Shannon for the holidays, I I'm now homeless. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. I think Mike will be proud of you for for beating Gucci. So. Oh yeah. Um, you you think I'm missing the study sessions? It's clearly play. It's clearly paying off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marisol. I appreciate you. Anytime. So Shannon, we're gonna let you go. A big salute and thank yeah. you so much for coming uh, on the let show. Me, hold on, hold on. And Bobby, go, um, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, have a very happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Um, I know times, and you know I got to do this. I got to get in my soapbox for just a second before I go. Um, I I anticipate everyone's going to be traveling, even though it's not the ideal thing to do right now. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um and. But I also understand that up here, uh, a lot of you are at your breaking point and you have to do something. You have to see someone, you have to go somewhere, whether it's via car or you're gonna you know, take your, your airplane trip somewhere and be with your families. Um, I, I hope that most of you make the decision to uh, stay away from as many people as you possibly can, but I understand the mental toll this is taking. So if you are taking that risk, if you are going to be meeting up with someone or some people or, or groups or whatever, um, just please, you know, try to try to maintain your distance, wear your mask, wash your hands, all, all the basic stuff that people are reminding you to do. Um, it's not so much about the survival rates and the mortality rates going down and, and all that, but consider 
consider your people that are working 12, 14 hour days, um, consider your respiratory therapists, your nurses, your doctors, um, all these people that are, that are just swamped with COVID patients who now can't care for regular patients because, you know, they're putting people on ventilators or trying to treat this. So it's not necessarily whether you live or die through it. It's the impact that it has for everyone else, uh, that has to deal with it and, and they're busting their, mm, for you guys. Um, so be safe. All that said, I don't want to leave on a down note. So have a great Thanksgiving. Take care of each other. Uh, be nice to each other and eat your faces off. Enjoy it any way you can. Okay. <laughs> well said. And I'm done. Bye. I love you all. Bye, sweetie. Thank you. Marisol, big day for you. You come in, you, you manage the champ. You obviously have, uh, you, 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 you meet, you know, a possible suitor for you as a manager. Um, don't go there. It's a bad decision. So bad. Trust me. Um, yeah, but you know, let's, it's your decision to make if he makes that phone call or, or, or begs someone for your contact. I don't know who it would be. Um, but I'll, you were great. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on the show. And, and, uh, for anybody who hasn't watched the match yet, go watch uh, deception versus uh, the odd couple, go watch deception versus lethal weapons. They're both terrific matches. Uh, you're great. In both of them. So really, uh, yeah, exciting stuff and welcome to the league. We're excited to see what you, what you do next year and, uh, who you end up with. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was a delight to talk to both of you. Yeah, come back soon. Thanks. Rachel, it's been a hell of a show. It was yeah. a good one. This is a good time. Uh, guys, anybody who's still watching the show, if you haven't already hit that thumbs up button, please do. Thumbs up. Just like the video. It makes these videos do a lot better. They perform better. And leave your comments for who you want to see on the show. Obviously, we talk all kinds of stuff on the show. We have larger discussions than just these little matches at the end. But if there are two people that you want to see go head to head, if you have an idea for something that you think is the best idea, put it in the comments. Because it does seem like now with the movie release dates, with obviously Roka, myself, and Dan, with teammates, with managers, we can kind of do whatever we want with this stuff. We can make it, you know, it takes 10, 15 minutes. And uh, it's a great way to encourage support for the network, obviously, and give you guys something back that you're excited about. Always trying to find ways to continue to, to keep this ship moving, but also, you know, encourage support. So thank you guys for that. That was really, really fun. I enjoyed that. It's one of the more fun ones we've done so far. Definitely. And uh, be sure, as always, to go to patreon.com slash schmodown. Otherwise, thank you guys so much for everything. We'll see you next week. Have a very happy and safe holiday. Um, have a good one, guys. Bye. Have you made the switch to Nick's? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.